Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Content of stories is purely fiction and not intended to be used for anything but enjoyment for those who enjoy these topics and situations. If you don't agree with the themes and the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 1 by George DeBuilder Chapter 01 Every guy needs a hobby. Ever since high school, my favorite way to spend my spare time and spare money was photography. I was a shy kid, so I never asked anyone I knew to pose for me. For that matter, I never took any classes either, so the opportunities to shoot people were few and far between. From the beginning, I had aspirations of making a living shooting pictures. In pursuit of that dream, after high school, I found a couple of amateur events where beginning photographers met with amateur models. The girls would pose, with the agreement that the photographer would send her copies of the pics to use in her portfolio. It worked well, as it gave both sides the opportunity to learn from one another. That's how I got my start, but the odds of making a living at it weren't good, so into construction I went. I make a habit of having a camera with me. You never know when a great shot will present itself. A few years back I was shooting exteriors of a house we'd had just completed in a beach area. It was late spring and the crush of tourists had yet to arrive. I was standing on the boardwalk, back to the ocean, trying to get an artsy shot of the sun glinting off the myriad windows. Even without tourists, there were more than enough locals walking by, so I had to work to keep them out of the shot. Finding just the right angle, I held the Nikon to my eye and just as I pressed the shutter release, a cute young thing stepped into my shot and struck a pose. She giggled as I brought the camera down. So how did it come out? Scooting over to my side to look at the camera back. She pressed her barely covered breast against my arm, leaning in to get a better look at herself on my camera. Poop, she said. I'm out of focus, wrinkling her little nose. Well, I said, you did just step into frame as I was taking the shot. Why, I wondered, was I defending myself and my picture taking to this bikini-clad intruder? Can we try again? She asked, moving to assume her previous position on the other side of the boardwalk. A as she turned away, I had the opportunity to check out my model. Her backside was entrancing, a perfect little bubble but that bounced with each step. The majority of it was there for the world to see, in a bikini bottom that was not much more than a collection of strings and fabric scraps. Her legs were shapely, not skinny like so many models today. They were firm and well-toned. She could very well have been a runner. For someone I guess to be nineteen or twenty, she had a very womanly shape, with defined hips and a narrow waist. Two dimples defined the small of her back and her shoulders broadened to about the width of her hips. From behind, she was perfection as far as I was concerned. Back across the boardwalk, she turned and struck a pose, one foot in front of the other, knees slightly bent. She cocked her hip toward the house and raised her arms, pointing toward it. I couldn't help but stare. Her legs, as nice from the front as the rear, lead my eyes upward. Her treasure was barely hidden by one of those small fabric scraps, 
leaving her legs to merge with her hips and blend into her flat, sculpted tummy. A small jewel adorned her navel, glistening in the sun her breasts were perfect for her body, somewhere around the thirty-four in the mid to full C category. These, too, were precariously contained by two scraps of a bright blue fabric connected by strings. She was obviously just getting started on her tan, as her upper chest and face were still adorned with freckles. She was cute, with a little button nose, and strawberry blonde hair that hung loosely to just beyond her shoulders. But the key to her true beauty, her deep blue eyes, were hidden behind a pair of sunglasses. The sound of this young beauty clearing her throat brought me back to the moment. A smile let me know that she had caught me checking her out, and she recocked her hip, telling me that it was time to get to work. Sorry, I said, trying to regain my footing, just envisioning the shot. She smiled knowingly and posed once more as I brought the camera up to my eye. I fired off shot after shot as she shifted from pose to pose, pausing between them to let me get the shot. In a matter of minutes, we'd taken a couple dozen shots. A small crowd had stopped to watch us, well her really. They quickly moved along when it became apparent that we were done for the moment. She skipped across the walkway, slid beside me on the seawall and scooted up close. As she pressed against me, I wanted to say something, but realized that I didn't know her name. I'm George, by the way. I said, twisting to offer my hand. Taking it with a giggle, she said, Oh yeah, I'm Brittany. My friends call me Brit. Holding her hand a bit longer than needed, I said, Then Brit it is. Looking at my reflection in her glasses. Pausing for a moment, Brittany took her glasses off with her free hand. As our eyes met, I felt her grasp tighten as she said under her breath. For sure. Realizing I needed both hands to play back our pictures, I released her hand, but not her gaze. Taking a deep breath, Brit said, Well, let's see what we've got. Scrolling through the photos, I was pleased with the way they'd turned out. It didn't hurt that the subject matter was spectacular, and I'm not talking about the house. In fact, the depth of field was such that the house was way out of focus in most all the shots, while the true subject was sharp as can be. Maybe she won't notice. I said to myself as we continued. I had forgotten that the latter shots were strictly of her as I had zoomed in, completely taking the house out of the picture. Britt glanced over at me when she realized that the photo shoot had turned into one of her and not the house. I guess you'll have to shoot the house again when you're less distracted. She giggled. Yeah, I suppose. Blushing a bit. So how long have you been modeling? I asked. Managing to blush and giggle at the same time, Brit slapped me on the leg. I've never modeled, but I have to admit you made me look pretty good here, she said, pointing to the camera. Well, I'm far from being a pro, but you have a natural beauty that makes it easy to take a good photo, I said, hoping I didn't come across as too gushy. Caught in the moment, I hadn't noticed, her hand was still resting on my thigh. She squeezed it slightly in response to my compliment. Feeling brave, I put my hand on hers and said, I'm getting a bit hungry. Can I buy you lunch in exchange for your services? Services? She asked, looking at me with one raised eyebrow. Red-cheeked, I responded quickly. You know, modeling. Laughing, she gave me a peck on my blush, stood and said, I'd love to. Taking my hand, she pulled me up off the wall. This way, she said. I have to get my bag and towel. Keeping her little finger locked around mine, 
I strolled with her down the boardwalk, conscious of the looks we were getting, ego climbing with each stride. When we reached her spot, she let go, bounced over the wall, and jogged to her stuff. Stuffing her towel into the bag, she jogged back toward me. I couldn't help but flash to the movie ten, Bo Derek's breasts bouncing in cadence with her jogging. Stopping in front of me, she caught me in dream mode again and had to punch my arm to reboot me. Snap back to reality, I said. What are we waiting for? I'm hungry. Britt laughed at my pathetic attempt at a recovery. Okay, let me get decent and then we'll go. By decent, she meant digging into her bag and pulling out a pair of denim cutoffs that, thankfully, didn't cover the bottom of her ass and a crop t-shirt that managed to cover her shoulders, but that was about it. Brushing sand off her feet, she slipped into some flip-flops, she said. All dressed, we can go now. It was my turn to laugh and take her hand. I said, then let's hit it. I felt her grip tighten as we made our way to the nearest eatery. Through lunch, we got further acquainted with each other. Brittany was 19 and had completed her first year at State. After learning her age, I expected her to ask me mine. Don't you want to know how old I am? I asked. Doesn't really matter, she said, continuing to munch on her salad. I know you asked me to make sure I was legal. I choked on my sandwich. She just smiled and continued eating as I struggled to regain my composure. After the coughing subsided, I managed a sip of water as she asked, Are you okay? Answering would have been easier if she hadn't been working her bare foot up my leg and into the bottom of the shorts. Panicked, I grabbed her ankle, halting her advance and asked, Are you trying to kill me? Smiling, she wiggled her toes and said, Not yet. Blood headed south and my dick stiffened until it pushed back on Britt's toes. Her eyes lit up when she felt my response, and she pushed harder until I loosened the grip on her ankle. Thank God for tablecloths, I thought, as we both slid down in our seats. Britt looked me in the eye as she slid her foot up the length of my cock, the sole of her foot massaging me. Meanwhile, I inconspicuously ran my hand up and down her calf, trying to not make it look like I was jacking off under the table. It was pretty obvious to me and I assume, to her, that we weren't going to be able to keep doing this much longer. Mercifully, she stopped rubbing and let her foot rest on my cock, toes strumming against my lower belly. So, do we need to go back to the house and let you finish taking your pictures? She asked, smiling the whole time, knowing the strain I was under. Trying to go one up on her, I said. Yet doubt I in fact, since they haven't moved in yet, I should get some interior shots. I have the house to myself for the rest of the day. My not, so subtle hint wasn't missed. A smile broke over her face and the foot job resumed for a couple of strokes. As we stood to leave, I let her remove her foot and discreetly stepped behind her to rearrange myself. Turning her head, she caught me in the act. Giggling, she stepped back and ground her butt into my crotch. Putting my hands on her hips, I pushed her toward the door and said sarcastically, Thanks, that helped. Glad to be of service, she replied, giving one last wiggle. Away from the restaurant, Britt laughed and skipped ahead of me like a little kid. Hey, I shouted, this way. I need to get the rest of my gear if we're going to shoot inside. With my back to her, I started for my truck and didn't hear her approach. Next thing I knew, she was on my back, piggyback style with her arms around my neck and her legs around my waist. Hooking an arm under each of her knees, 
I ran my hands up and down the undersides of her calves. Brit cooed in my ear as we made it to my truck. Letting her down, I unlocked the truck and took my camera bag from behind the seat. Let me take that, Brit said. After all, I am your assistant. Hefting the full weight of the bag, she said. Holy crap, this thing weighs a ton. What do you have in here? Just a couple of lenses, a couple different flashes, some batteries. That kind of thing. Just like a boy scout, always prepared. I replied, handing the bag back, she said. If it's all the same to you, I think I'll stick to just being your model. Sounds like a plan. I said, slipping the strap over my shoulder. As we started back to the house, Britt took my free arm, wrapped it around her waist, and slipped hers around mine, hand tucked under the waistband of my shorts. We walked along like we'd been together forever. I couldn't think of a more pleasant situation, but couldn't help but wonder why this gorgeous little vixen had latched onto me so quickly. I didn't know anything about her, and she certainly didn't know anything about me, except that my dick still gets hard. I mean, I'm not all that old, but at 19, she could have any of the young studs that hung around at the beach. Nearing to the house, I said, Brit, I don't know about you, but this kind of thing never happens to me. I mean, a gorgeous young thing like you could have your pick of anyone. I paused, then stuttered on. Don't get me wrong, this is great. In fact, I'm afraid I'll wake up any minute and find this was all a dream. Do you get where I'm coming from? George, she said, pausing to put her thoughts in order. Actually, you're not really a stranger to me. Britt caught my questioning look and continued. I've kind of been stalking you for the last few months. What? Well, not stalk, really. I mean, I've only seen you here at the beach. I'd come down here to study, and the house you were building caught my attention. My dad's a builder back east, so I've been around construction all my life, so I'd walk by, just checking progress. Then, one day, I saw you talking to some of the guys. It didn't take long to figure out you were the boss. I mean, at first I hoped that it was your house, but... Anyway, something about you just hit me. I can't put my finger on it. Walking a little slower, she continued. It's kind of embarrassing to talk about. I really wanted to meet you, but I didn't know where to start. Well, today's introduction was definitely unique. I laughed. Yeah, well, today just kind of happened, you know. Opportunity presented itself, and I just went with it. For the last couple weeks, I've been coming around, hoping to see you. A couple times I managed to walk down the sidewalk and hear you talking. Once I heard your voice, I knew I had to meet you somehow. I shook my head in disbelief. This kind of thing only happened to other guys, and I'm sure most of them lie about it happening to them. If you hung around as much as you say, I can't imagine I didn't notice you. My hand caressing her bare waist. I don't usually dress like this, she said, turning a bit red. This was really just for you. I kept these clothes in my bag, you know, just in case that we finally reached the house and released our hold on each other so that I could unlock the front door. Well, I'm honored that you went to such lengths, I said. I hope I don't disappoint. Turning back from the door after getting my bag, Britt was right there, in my face, her mouth on mine. In no hurry to get inside, the kiss lingered, our tongues finding each other. My cock stiffened in response, making its presence known as she ground against me. Breaking the kiss, she looked into my eyes and said, 
So far, so good. Giving my bulge a little pat as she walked through the door, still afraid that I would wake from a dream, I followed her into the house. Locking the door behind me, I found her in the lower guest room, checking out the craftsmanship. She obviously knew what she was looking at. As we continued our tour, she would comment on what she would have done different if it had been her house and constantly commented on how well built the house was. Well, I said, breaking out the camera. I guess I'd better get started. This place will look good in my portfolio. As I wandered the first floor, taking shots from different angles, Britt would occasionally end up in one of the shots. Too bad I didn't know this was going to happen today. I would have brought a nice outfit, and I could have been that housewife in the old ads. You know, showing off the appliances and stuff. I laughed as she struck another pose to showcase the shower and the bathroom. Yeah, that would have been fun. I could have built a whole brochure around that kind of theme. Turning to take a shot of the bedroom, I heard the shower door open and close. Turning toward the shower, I was presented with a pleasant sight. Two bare breasts were pressed tight to the door, contrasting nipples glaring at me. Her face was turned, with her cheek against the glass, eyes closed. Britt moaned lightly and I drifted into fantasy. I was in the shower with her, taking her from behind, driving my stiff cock into her tight pussy. I think I could have come without touching myself if she hadn't bounded out of the shower, groping me as she ran up the stairs to the next floor. Gathering my gear, I joined her upstairs. Sadly, she had slipped her bikini top back on, but the kitchen in this modern home never looked any better. Her sweet little ass was perched on the island, legs crossed as her foot wagged back and forth, like she was waiting impatiently for something. Like a moth drawn to a flame, I set my bag down and walked up to her. Stopping a couple feet away, Britt reached out with her bare right foot, trying to reach my crotch. I grabbed her foot with both hands. Behave, I said. I need to get these pictures shot while I still have light. Pouting, she said. Yes, sir in a squeaky little voice. I stepped up and gave her a gentle kiss. I couldn't read the look in her eyes, but it felt right. Jumping from the island, Britt looked around and asked endless questions about this and that as I took my shots. A half a dozen times I asked her to pose so that we could have a size perspective. Yeah right, she said. You can't really use the pictures with me in them to show prospective clients, can you? You're probably right. I guess they'll just have to be for my private portfolio. Winking at her as I took another shot. Well, if it's going to be a private portfolio, then maybe we should throw in a couple of these. Turning her back, Britt slipped her bottoms to the floor and mooned me. I nearly forgot to take the shot as I looked at my idea of heaven on earth. Bent at the waist, her perfect ass presented two supple hemispheres, longing to be caressed. That spot where the ass crack starts at the lower back has always held a fascination for me. With previous lovers, I'd been known to linger there for interminable amounts of time, just toying with that spot. Further down, her little puckered star shone brightly, winking at me. Her perineum, the borderline between ass and pussy, also fascinated me. And then, of course, there was her pussy, or at least a portion of it. Only her puffy outer lips were visible glistening with juices that betrayed her arousal. Even with her legs together, a vacancy existed at the top of her thighs that beckoned one to enter. I assumed that dropping her bikini bottom was an invitation to take things to the next level, 
So I snapped a couple of shots, set my camera down, and went to my knees. Still bent over, with hands grasping her ankles, she watched with anticipation as I crawled to her like a leopard stalking its prey. I could see her shivering, though it was nearly eighty degrees outside. Reaching her, I began my slow assault on her body. Starting at her ankles, I licked my way up one leg as my fingers mimicked my tongue on the other. Her shivers turned to a small quake when I reached the back of her knees. She emitted a constant little whimper as I moved up the back of her thighs that I lingered at her ass cheeks, licking ever-enlarging circles until I reached the crevasse separating the two globes. Continuing further upward, I reached that point where the split between those two luscious mounds stops and blends with her back. I licked and kissed that magical intersection for a while before traveling down the other leg. Her womanly scent was trying to lure me off course and a slight movement between her legs caught my eye. I watched, entranced, as a drop of her sexual nectar gathered on her now pouting inner lips and dripped to her leg. Gathering all the restraint I could muster, I continued down her thighs, her whimpers turning to moans. Reaching her knees, I couldn't resist a little detour northward to sample her dripping sex. I felt her looking at me as I had my first taste. A small tremor rolled through her pussy, depositing more of her lubrication for the taking. I held her legs to help keep her upright and quickly completed my tour, sensing she would not be patient much longer. Moving up behind her, I placed a hand on each of her butt cheeks and kneaded them, spreading them wide. A more beautiful sight I had never seen. I was lost in reverie when I heard my name. George, she said with a plea in her voice and a wanton look in her eyes. Please, was all she said. Nodding, I buried my face in her sweet cunt. My tongue lapped her gushing pussy and a single swipe over her distended clit was enough to set her off. Her body began to shake as a low, guttural. F-F-F-U-C-C-K-K came from her throat. My face was drenched as her pussy spasmed. I hung on tight, keeping her upright as I nursed gently on her sensitive lips. I savored her taste as her breathing slowly returned to normal. Britt began to regain control of her body, an occasional aftershock racking her frame. Moving to her side, I gently lowered her to the floor and took her in my arms. The limestone floor was cold and I pulled her over me to keep her off it, ending up with me on my back and her on top. Britt finally opened her eyes, looked at me smiling and said, You're a mess. She proceeded to lick her juices off my face while my hands were busy massaging her back. I could swear I heard her purr like a mother cat cleaning her young. Finally, satisfied, she pushed up and looked me in the eye. Letting out a long sigh, she said, I knew it. Knew what? I asked, as my hands drifted down to her ass cheeks. I knew that you would be a good lover, she said, emitting a small gasp as my fingers slipped into the cleft between her cheeks. Smiling back at her, I said, Oh, really? And how could you possibly have known that? Britt let out a little squeak as my middle finger found its way to her anus, circling it slowly. Biting her bottom lip, her eyes closed, she delighted in the sensation of my exploration of a previously uncharted region. Coming back to reality, she answered, I just know these things. I have a sixth sense. As she kissed me hard, her tongue tried to return the favor that mine had given to her. My hands continued to caress her ass as we writhed on the stone floor. Coming up for air, we held each other tight. Neither wanting to lose the moment, but I was forced to say, 
Sweetie, I think I need to get up. This floor wasn't really built for comfort. Loving that I called her sweetie, she hugged me once more. Well, you are, she answered. Helping each other to our feet, we hugged once more. Looking outside, I saw that we were losing light. You don't know how hard it is to break this up, but I really need to shoot the rest of the house before the sun sets. Britt reached down and squeezed my cock through my pants. Oh, I know how hard it is, but I understand. Go on and finish shooting while I put myself back together. Stiff-legged, I quickly shot the rest of the second floor and then headed to the third floor master suite. Brittany joined me as I shot the master closet and bedroom and moved on to the bath. The bath featured a large jacuzzi-type tub and a large separate shower, big enough for an intimate party. Well, said Brit from behind, what a view! The boardwalk and the waves breaking just beyond seemed to be right outside the window. But wait, isn't the view just as good from the other direction? Yeah, I laughed. It'd be a real thrill if you were an exhibitionist, but these windows obscure the view when you flip a switch, see? I reached over and pushed on a keypad. The window quickly transformed to kind of a sandblasted look, allowing light to pass, but definitely thwarting any potential peeping Tom. Hitting the keypad again, the windows cleared right up. That's so cool, she said. But it's a shame you can't enjoy the view all the time. The sun was just setting on the horizon, the sky glowing with swirling hues of pink and orange. Britt hugged me from behind and sighed as we watched the last fragment of the day slip away. I was thoroughly enjoying Britt's embrace. I could feel her hardened nipples against my back. Hey, I said as my mind snapped into gear. The real view is from the roof deck. Oh, that's right, I forgot about the roof deck. Let's go, she said, grabbing my hand. I followed her up the stairs, my face right at the level. To hell with the ocean, I told myself. This is all the view I need. Reaching the top, Britt leaned against the rail and looked out at the surf. It was dark now. You could just make out the break of the waves and the ambient light coming from homes along the boardwalk. With the deck well above the surrounding buildings and just a sliver of moon, there was a false sense of isolation. Sounds of surf and humanity enveloped us. Britt shivered in the light breeze blowing off the ocean. Ever the gentleman, I stepped behind her and hugged her sharing my warmth. Her purring resumed as I snuggled up tight. I laid light kisses on her neck and even got up the nerve to nibble on her earlobe, which elicited a low moan. Grinding her butt into my crotch, Brit grabbed both of my wrists and drew them up her body. I didn't need any more hints as my hands drifted upwards, under her abbreviated t-shirt, until they grasped her marvelous tits. Brit's moans and gyrations intensified as I displaced the bits of fabric that passed for her bikini top. Reveling in the feel of her natural breasts, I tweaked her nipples between my fingers, bringing even louder moans. Sure, sweetie, I whispered. We're kind of out in public. As I toyed with her tits, I ran my tongue just inside her ear, which did nothing to quiet her. Trying to evade my tongue, Brit bent forward over the rail and reached back trying to drag my shorts down. Clearly, our continuous dry humping wasn't helping matters, so we pulled ourselves apart just long enough to lower each other's clothes. Before they hit the deck, we were glued together again. My stiff cock slid into the vacancy between her thighs, sliding under her wet lips. Grabbing her hips, I sawed back and forth, 
greasing my rod and trying to bump her clit with the head of my dick. Having enough of my playing, Brit broke my hold and spun in my arms, driving her tongue down my throat. She wound herself around me, her clit rubbing against the top of my dick. Holding her ass in a death grip, I helped all I could and was quickly rewarded for my efforts. She quivered with another climax, screaming her release down my throat. I held her tight as she caught her breath. Her head was on my shoulder, with one hand on my cock, making sure that he didn't try anything cute. Taking her turn, she nibbled on my neck and tugged at my earlobe with her teeth. To keep me stiff, she ran her hand up and down my shaft, occasionally grasping my balls. You do have a condom, don't you? She asked, driving her tongue into my ear dot and why dick strained as I answered. Of course, not. Everything came to a stop. She pulled her head back and looked me in the eye. Some fucking boy scout you are, she said with a smirk. Well, like I said, this kind of thing never happens to me, I said, looking for sympathy as she continued to tease my cock. This isn't my specialty, she said as she dropped to her knees, but it's the least I can do. Holding my stare, Brit held the tip of my cock in her hand and let her tongue explore every square inch, paying particular attention to the top, generously coated with her own juices. Tasty, she moaned, as she took me between her lips, sucking me into her warm, wet mouth. Taking as much as she could, she backed off and tried not to gag. Looking up at me with watery eyes, saliva seeping from the corner of her mouth, her lips descended on me once again determined to give it another go. Brit was giving it the old college try, but it was clear that she had only limited experience in the oral department, which actually made me a little harder. Taking pity on her, I placed my hands on either side of head and said, Sweetie, you know what I'd really like? I saw relief in her eyes as she responded. No, tell me. Leaning back against the rail, I said, First, just slide your hand up and down, nice and slow. Imagine that your pussy is squeezing me, trying to make me come. While you're doing that, just suck on the head lightly, tease it with your tongue. Boy, could she follow directions. Within a minute, she had me at the edge. Whispering low to keep the mood, she said, How's that, baby? Good? Well, you'd better bet my pussy is better than this. She licked at the head of my engorged cock and moaned. Come on, baby, give me your cum as she tightened her slow, deliberate strokes. Keenly aware of the people within earshot, I barely managed to smother aloud. Hun! As my cock exploded. Her lips never left my dick as I spewed stream after stream into her mouth. My hands grabbed the railing on either side of me, struggling to stay upright as Brit drained me of everything, sucking until I had no more to give. Giving into the afterglow, my head hung limply from my shoulders. I watched as she pulled away. With lips like a squeegee, she released me with an audible pop, looked up, smiled and made a show of swallowing. My cock reacted with one last jerk, tapping her on the nose. Giggling, she took me in hand and kissed the tip one more time. Was that okay? She asked. Unable to my answer, I simply slid down against the glass rail until I was sitting in front of her. Silly question. I said as I took her in my arms and kissed her in appreciation doubt we made out on the deck for about another half hour, long enough to put my cock on the rebound. Noting my resurgence, Britt gave it a little squeeze and, leaning down, said, Later, little buddy, when you come better prepared. 
She gave it one last kiss and then stood up, with her shorts and panties still at her feet. Her pussy was right at tongue level. Pulling her to me, I gave her a goodbye slurp before helping her cover up. I managed to drag my ass off the deck with the help of the rail, shorts twisted around my ankles. Brit gave my ass a little love sweat as I bent down to sort out my clothes. We played grab ass down three flights of stairs and barely managed to stumble out of the house in one piece. Making sure it was locked, I asked. Have any dinner plans? I wasn't willing to let this day end any sooner than need be. Since I've had my appetizer, she said, running her tongue over her lips. It only makes sense to continue on to the main course. On cue, my stomach rumbled audibly over the waves. Britt laughed and patted me on the stomach. Yes, I was talking about food, she said. Sliding her hand lower, she gave my manhood a squeeze. Sorry, big fella, maybe later. She took my hand and led me down the boardwalk. It was a different restaurant this time, a different atmosphere. Slipping into the bathroom, Britt changed clothes one more time. A tight pair of jeans and a button-down shirt made for all the formal address you needed at the beach. With her hair brushed out and a little lip gloss on, she sauntered back to my side and we were shown to a table. I was well aware of the envious looks from the other guys trolling at the bar. During dinner, we slipped back into first aid mode. Having previously learned she just completed her first year at state, she went on to tell me that she was leaning toward an art major and that teaching was probably where she would end up. She lived off campus in a house with two other girls, one of whom was a lifelong friend. She'd convinced her parents she should just stay here for the summer and get a job to help cover the rent. Her roommates were also here for the summer, and they were all looking forward to a great three-month hiatus. As we finished dinner over coffee, Britt got up the nerve to ask me more about my personal life. She was on pins and needles as she tried to wrangle out of me whether there was anyone significant in my life. I let her off easy by letting her know I was footloose and fancy-free. A big smile broke across her face and her eyes sparkled. I reached across the table and took her hand. Thanks for modeling for me today. Giggling as she squeezed my hand. Anytime. She replied doubt I went on to tell her about my dreams of being a professional photographer and that I still shot whenever I got the chance. She listened attentively as I rambled on about photography, from fashion to architecture. Finally, winded, I knew it was time to go. I paid the bill and we walked hand in hand down the street. Before I knew it, we were back at my truck. I should really get home, she said, squeezing my hand tighter. Letting go, I unlocked my truck and threw my bag in. Where are you parked? I asked. Right here, she said, nodding to the SUV behind me. I had to laugh. Why, you little stalker? I took her into my arms and kissed her deeply. Ever the gentleman, I opened her door and helped her up into her car. Closing the door, she rolled down the window and offered another kiss. So what are you up to tomorrow? I asked. After I go to church and confess my sins, I guess I'm free for the day. Seeing the look of shock on my face, she laughed and said, No, no, I'm kidding. This was the best day I've ever had. I hope it was okay for you too. I'd love to spend more time with you. I think you already know how I felt about today. I'm still afraid I'll wake up and find it was just a dream. If it was, well, at least it was a wet dream. She chuckled and I continued. 
I was hoping to do some more shooting tomorrow and really could use a model. Well, I know you're an early riser, she said. So how about meeting for breakfast and then we'll take it from there? Okay, I said. But how about you meet me at my place and we'll go from there? Raising an eyebrow, she looked at me and said, All right, what's your address? Leaning over to punch it into her GPS. I gave her the address and the map popped up on the screen. Isn't that downtown? She asked with a bit of trepidation. It's in an old warehouse area that's been given new life. I bought a building and I've been working on it ever since. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, I said. Okay, she answered, seemingly not convinced. What time is should I get there? I'm an early riser no matter what day it is, so you pick a time. How does eight o'clock sound? She asked. It sounds a long time off, but I'll suffer through. Poor baby. She replied as she kissed me once more. Brit turned the ignition and I started to step away. Twisting in her seat, Brit hooked her index finger, beckoning me back. Our lips met for one last goodnight kiss. Unwilling to let the day end, we stared into each other's eyes, forehead to forehead. Looking deeply, I tried to read her mind. I knew she was trying to read mine. With one last kiss on the end of her nose, I stepped back from the car. Tomorrow, I said. Tomorrow. She acknowledged with a smile and pulled into traffic. I stood watching until she was out of sight. Tomorrow seemed like a long way off. Chapter 02 I wake up most mornings with a little morning wood, but I don't generally have my hand wrapped around it, absent-mindedly stroking it. That was a hell of dream I had about a gorgeous blonde in a micro-bikini. Blurred scenes of her lips wrapped around my cock and my face buried in the sweetest pussy imaginable played in my head. With a start, I sat up, still hanging onto my dick. Shit, I said out loud. That hadn't been a dream and the gorgeous blonde was coming to my place for breakfast this morning. I swung my legs over the edge of the bed and looked at the clock. It was just before 5 a.m. and I sighed with relief that I still had about three hours to get my act together before Brittany came over. We had met the day before while I was shooting some pictures of a house I had just finished building down on the beach. Britt introduced herself by jumping into one of my shots from the boardwalk. She was barely wearing this little bitty blue bikini and before I knew what was happening, I had become a fashion photographer and Britt was a famous swimsuit model. The rest of the day was like some sort of fantasy. I'm not old by any stretch, late twenties, and building has kept me in pretty good shape. Brit though is this beautiful twenty-year-old sex kitten with a body that guys of any age dream of. Somewhere around five feet seven inches, her body is my idea of perfection. Long, toned legs hold up the perfect butt. Brit's butt is my ideal, what I call bubble butt, two glorious handfuls that that just stick out there enough to draw your eyes, or if you're lucky, your hands. Her tummy is flat, but not muscled and her belly button is adorned with a small piercing. Around the other side is one of my favorite areas of the female form. There is this magical area where the ass crack ends, merging with the small of the back, and for true perfection, there are two distinct dimples just above those taut globes. I could spend hours just admiring, kissing, running my fingers around Brit's lower back, not to be outdone however, are her beautiful breasts. I'm guessing that they are around 34 C's. They are firm and sit high and proud. 
Her nipples are the perfect proportion to her tits and are instant indicators of her sexual state. Some of Brit's facial features remind me of the actress Kaylee Cuoco, but with more of button nose and these mesmerizing deep blue eyes. Her hair is this thick lustrous strawberry blonde that hangs beyond her shoulders that we spent yesterday afternoon and evening getting better acquainted. I'm still a little mystified as to why she is attracted to me, but who am I to screw things up by getting all analytical? A little lunch and teasing led to more photography interspersed with some mind-blowing oral sex. After a little dinner we agreed that she would come to my place today to have breakfast and then she could help me out with some other photo projects I was working on. Inspired by Brit's upcoming visit and the possibility of getting to know her better, wink, wink, I headed to the shower, hard on leading the way. After a good scrubbing down and somehow fighting the urge to rub one out as they say, I scurried around getting ready. Now my house isn't your typical abode. Brit gave me a cautious look when she punched my address into her GPS and saw that my place was downtown in a predominantly warehouse district. A few years back I purchased this large, old monument to Brit in an area that I hoped would someday be revitalized and the buildings repurposed for residences and the like. For now, all my neighbors were empty buildings. This made for a quiet neighborhood which was just to my liking. Now I'm not camping out in a big old barn. My building covers about three quarters of an acre under one roof and that roof is about thirty feet off the floor. It's a stout old building with large wooden bowstring trusses that allow for one huge open floor area. My first idea was redevelopment when I bought it, but my dream would be to have a grand photo studio. This place is big enough to shoot a good-sized airliner and if you could figure out how to get it through the doors. Unbeknownst to the city, I have built a nice two-story, sort of, home in one corner of the building. It has two bedrooms and two baths and a big kitchen and living-slash-dining area. It won't be in better homes and gardens anytime soon, but it works for me. I do have a love of good food and cooking, so I have tapped into some of my connections and have all the cool toys you need in a kitchen. The master bath, particularly the shower, is also a bit over the top. That's one of the downfalls to working on high-end homes. You learn about all the neat bells and whistles that are available. Since I don't need a real roof on my home within a warehouse, I elected to make this second floor my first studio area along with a little office space. The bulk of the outside walls are only 42 inch tall, the exception being the full height walls that are the backdrops for the working bath and bedroom sets. The rest of the floor space can be set up for other sets and shoots. Natural light floods the area through large skylights that run down the ridge of the warehouse roof. After my shower, I throw on a pair of shorts, t-shirt, and flip-flops. A quick survey of the kitchen tells me that I have enough to throw together a nice breakfast spread. I spend a little time straightening up the living area, fluffing the couch cushions and straightening up the stack of magazines on the table. Since I fancy myself an advanced amateur photographer, I have a varied collection of magazines I look through. There are architecture mags, fashion and of course Playboy or Maxim and the like. Before I know it, it's almost 8 o'clock and Brit should be here any time. I ran out through my front yard and opened the big rolling door. My timing was perfect as Brit was slowly making her way down the street looking for the faded address numbers painted high on the old brick wall. Waving her in off the street, my heart thumped a little faster as Brit pulled to a stop and rolled down her window as she turned across the sidewalk. Stepping toward the car, I said, bowing slightly, Welcome to my humble abode. 
I walked alongside her car as she slowly pulled into my building, pulling the door shut behind her. I could see that she wasn't sure about what she was looking at. She parked near the front door of the house and got out and didn't say a word, just did a couple 360s, trying to make sense of it all. Stepping up to her, I put my hands on her shoulders to bring her spinning to a halt. Her beautiful blue eyes focused on mine and a smile broke out, lighting the entire area. I leaned in and kissed her lightly on the lips and even that soft touch sent shivers through me. She evidently felt the spark too as her eyes brightened even more and uttered a whispered, Wow! Our lips met again and our tongues danced with each other. Our hands roamed over each other and I soon found myself fondling her taut but cheeks. Somehow I hadn't noticed that she was wearing a pair of very short shorts. Brit's hands had their own agenda and had slipped between us, running her hands down my belly and southward. When one hand found what she was in search of, she squeezed tightly and my stiff cock throbbed causing her to moan through our kiss. Meanwhile, my hands continued to explore her lovely ass, sneaking up from the bottom until my fingers merged in that delectable crevice. Kneading and probing, a middle finger found her little rosebud and just sat there, rubbing lightly. Brit's moaning became a growl as she pushed down on my digit while running her hand up and down my dick. Finally breaking our kiss, she said in a husky, breathless moan, Hi! With a smile and pushing a bit harder on her back door, I whispered hi back. She groaned again and squeezed me harder. Stinker! She giggled. Begrudgingly relinquishing our hold on each other, she led me through one more 360. You really live here? She asked. It's a little different, but I call it home. I answered. Are you hungry or do you want the nickel, sir? This is so weird. She answered, continuing to look over the cavernous surroundings. Show me the rest. Taking her hand, I led her through the front door. This is the living area and obviously the kitchen and dining areas. Britt roamed the area and checked everything out, short of opening drawers and cupboards. Nice and open, she said. It's very comfortable and warm, I like it. She smiled. Britt snagged an apple off the island as I led her down the hall to the bedrooms. We stuck our heads in the guest room. I've never had anyone use it, but it's here if I need it. It's nice, she replied as she headed toward my room. Now this is more like it. As she sat on the edge of my bed and bounced up and down, her feet not quite hitting the floor. Her eyes took it all in, the big screen on the wall, the sound system. What, no mirrored ceiling? She giggled, laying back. Spread Eagle.it was all I could do to stop myself from jumping on top of her. Before giving me a chance at a second thought, Britt rolled off the bed and bounced into the bathroom. As I adjusted myself, she yelled, George, what is with this shower? I stepped into the room to find her standing barefoot in the middle of the shower checking out all the controls. Kicking of my flip-flops, I stepped in behind her and reached around to show her what all the different controls did. Whispering the benefits of an anti-scald device in her ear, Brit rubbed her butt in my crotch, trying to get more of a rise out of my already stiff little buddy. I moaned a bit as I dipped the tip of my tongue in her ear and nibbled on her lobe. Writhing at the touch, she reached back and grabbed my shorts, pulling me tighter while she gyrated. That left me no option but to slip my hands under her little camisole and play with her breasts, rolling her nipples between my fingers. Being a bit of a brat, 
I gave her one last tweak and then slipped out of the shower and said over my shoulder as I walked out of the room, Come on, two cents left on the tour. Wait. She whined as she slipped her sandals back on. I'm gonna get you for that. As she rounded the corner from the bedroom. Gonna have to catch me first. I said as I headed out the front door. Britt burst out the front door in hot pursuit and saw me round the corner. Coming around the bend she saw my backside as I took the stairs up to the deck two at a time. When she reached the top, she skidded to a stop and did another of her patented three hundred and sixties taking it all in. What the hell? She gasped, out of breath from the pursuit. Welcome to my studio and office. I said as I leaned against one of the short outside wall. Wow, she said as she did another room inspection. Britt wandered around the main area and office area checking out the lights and reflectors, cautiously looking over the railing walls and out into the cavernous space beyond. She looked up at the truss roof and then wandered into the bathroom and bedroom sets. She reached in and giggled with a start when she found that the shower actually worked. Taking a couple skips like a little girl she bounded onto the bed and lay back propped up on her elbows. Staring at me she asked, So is this where you bring all the young girls, promising to make them famous models? Britt's blue eyes grew darker now and she broke into a sly grin when she looked down and saw the tent she'd helped erect in my shorts. I walked slowly to the end of the bed and then crawled on all four until I straddled her. Leaning down, I tried to tease her by inching up to kiss her forehead. She was having none of it and grabbed my head and launched an oral assault. We kissed and moaned and groped and rolled around a few minutes until we ran out of breath. Laying side by side with our legs intertwined, basically dry-humping each other, we stopped and looked into each other's eyes. Britt's eyes were now nearly black and you could read the passion and desire. Somehow I held it together and returned the stare and said, So are you ready for breakfast now? My smile, oddly enough, was not returned. If fire could have flown from her eyes, it surely would have. In a move I never saw coming, she had me on my back and was sitting on my chest, her crotch inches from my face. Catching my breath, I inhaled the telltale aroma of arousal. Fuck breakfast. She growled as she reached back and slid her hand under the waistband of my shorts and grabbed my cock, pulling roughly. I winced a bit and in frustration, Brit spun around on my chest and savagely attacked my shorts to try and free my stiff cock, trying to be as cooperative as possible. I was nonetheless distracted by her ass in my face. Her little shorts were pulled up tighter than the best executed middle school wedge. Grabbing her by the hips, I pulled her down on my face and tried to gnaw through the fabric to get to her pussy. Brit squirmed as I tried to pry her shorts off. I lost my grip and she gained ground and I felt her mouth take my cock deep. I moaned and bucked as I tried to reach under her and unbutton her shorts. Brit nipped at the tip of my cock as a warning and I knew I had lost this round. Throwing my arms back, I said, You win. She chortled as well as one can with a dick down your throat and continued to slide her warm mouth up and down my length. The battle now decided. We both relaxed. Britt pushed my shorts down past my knees and I helped out by kicking them off the rest of the way. Britt ran one hand up and down the inside of my thighs, scraping lightly with her nails that sent a shiver up my cock. I could feel her smile as she continued to run her mouth up to the tip and down to the root. I could feel her saliva run down my balls and she used her other hand to massage them, 
running her hand up the bottom of my shaft to gather more wetness. Pushing my legs further apart, she would occasionally run her hand over my slick and balls and I could feel her fingers searching for my asshole. A little payback for our good morning kiss. Distracted as she was while she played with my dick, I returned to the task of removing her shorts. Relenting, Brit straightened her legs enough to let me pull her shorts and panties over her bubble but and down her soft, silky thighs. With her knees bent I was looking up at her feet as I pushed her panties and shorts upward. Now I'll admit that I also have a thing about feet. There are pretty feet, okay feet, and please keep your shoes on feet. Brits are as pretty as they come. Petite and perfect for her size, soft and recently pedicured, is that a verb? Finally having those pesky things out of the way, I took the opportunity to massage her feet, running my fingers through her toes. I could feel her response on my cock, sucking a little harder. Playfully, I thought I would see how ticklish she was and lightly scraped a couple fingers along the sole of each foot. I quickly realized my error as I felt her teeth clamp down on the base of my dick and one of her middle fingers slip knuckle-deep into my ass. This last move made my dick jump and Brit had to quickly back off to keep my dick from bouncing off her tonsils, twisting her body slightly. Brit gave me this vengeful look as she took my cock in one hand and worked it up and down, twisting slightly as she also worked her finger in and out of my ass. I tried to get the upper hand again by sliding my hands down the inside of her thighs toward her pussy, but she was task-oriented. Without missing a stroke, she slid off, now perpendicular to me. I marveled at her profile as she was on her knees, her tits hanging down and her mouth and both hands hard at work, intent on bringing me off. Her long blonde hair brushed my belly and partially blocked my view. After another minute or so of this triple-teaming assault, Brit felt my balls tighten and my cock thicken. Pulling her mouth off my tip with an audible pop, Brit whipped her head to one side to get her hair out of the way. Are you ready, baby? Both hands still in motion. Are you gonna give me my first breakfast course, baby? As she sucked on the tip of my cock again, never losing eye contact, I shivered in response unable to verbalize an answer. Back to the task at hand, Brit swallowed my cock again and began working her middle finger deeper and deeper into my backside. Completely out of control, my body stiffened as though electrocuted. Brit stroked my prostate and took my cock into her throat and tried to swallow me whole. My cock gave her something to swallow as I literally exploded, jetting stream after stream of come down Brit's throat. Unrelenting and with the breath control of a seasoned diver, she continued to swallow until there was nothing left to get. Slowly she wrung my cock dry with her lips and gently slid her finger out of my ass. Dot I was still seeing stars and breathing heavy as she rested her head on my belly and gazed at me. Still unable to completely focus, I lifted my head just enough to make eye contact and mustered enough strength to throw her a little air kiss and then I think I said, Love you, before I dropped my head back down and drifted off. For the second time that day, I woke up with a hard-on. This time there was no doubt that it wasn't a dream. Brit was gently licking my dick and then blowing warm air over my balls. Nice and clean, she said, giving the tip a little kiss and then blowing on it gently. Blow drier. She giggled out I reached down to her and pulled her up until our lips met and we kissed. Not the throat jamming, French version, but nice long leisurely kissing. After a bit, Brit pulled back and ran her hand across my forehead, brushing my hair back and said, So you love me, huh? 
quickly I said. Well, after a gift like that, that's all I could think to say. I mean, I didn't even really think, it was just what came out. Pausing and waiting for a reaction, I stammered on. I'm sorry if that was a little abrupt, but I think that ranked a little higher than just a thank you. Pausing for effect, and trust me, it worked, Brid replied with a smile. Well, I loved doing it for you and I love that you loved it. Locked in an embrace, we showered each other with kisses as our hands roamed over each other. My hands gravitated south until I had a firm grasp on her but cheeks which I lovingly kneaded and massaged. I ran numerous fingers up and down the crack, always stopping at the top and lingering in that special place. Her dimples are so pronounced that I had no problem locating them and nesting there for a bit. Throughout, Brit purred like a kitten. I got stiff, revitalized and ready to reciprocate. I rolled Brit onto her back and knelt beside her. Starting at the top of her head, I laid kisses followed by gentle caresses. I didn't want to miss one square inch and I was in no hurry. Brit sensed what I was up to and remained perfectly still and submissive. I spent a great deal of time on her face, leaving no area untouched. Her ears and the sides of her neck were worshipped. An occasional sigh escaped her lips. Those talented lips received a hundred pecks and I gently outlined them with my index finger. The tip of her tongue involuntarily peeked through her lips and I kissed it, gently drawing it between my lips that I kept this up from top to bottom, not ignoring one square inch. I hit every bit of her arms, her fingers. I slowly circled her breasts and watched her nipples harden in anticipation. Her breathing had quickened noticeably and her body tensed as I neared the summit. With the slightest pause, my lips hovered above her nipple and then I ever so gently placed my lips around it, puckered lightly, and then swiped my tongue slowly over the top. I smiled, which tightened my grip as a small orgasm rolled through her, and she gasped. Oh! I didn't linger but worked my way across the chasm to the next breast and began the arduous journey around and around until the top was nearly within reach. Again I could see and feel her tension and I glanced up to see her biting her upper lip her eyes scrunched tightly. This was not the time to tease, and the minute my lips pursed her nipple, another orgasm rolled up her body. Like a cresting wave, a ripple rolled from her pelvis and up her strained abs. A deep, guttural groan leaked past her clenched lips that I continued on my southbound journey, pausing briefly to play with the jewel in her navel. My lips and fingertips roamed across her stomach and played around her hips. I now had to plan my route for this leg of the trip pun intended. I opted to travel down her left leg, trailing kisses and caresses down the outside of her thigh and calf. I spent a bit of time on her ankle and foot, taking time to pay homage to each toe. Soft moans escaped her lips as I pushed her legs apart enough to allow me to explore the inside of her calf and thigh. Again I felt her tense as I got closer to her pussy and the scent of her sex assaulted my senses, my cock now fully aware and erect. Determined to complete my journey, I jumped to her right leg, blowing softly across her moist pussy lips as I passed. Brit's hips jumped up in an attempt to intercept my lips, only to groan in frustration as I moved down the outside of her right leg. I'm not sure how long my journey had taken to this point, but I could see that as far as Brit was concerned, it had better end soon. As I ran my tongue between her toes, sucking each in succession, I was watching her juices flow freely from her pussy, her inner lips fully exposed. Leaving her foot, I entered the home stretch. Brit spread her legs obscenely wide, 
her hips rocking to and fro. About the time I hit mid-thigh I felt her body tighten, and she took in a deep breath. Anticipation can be cruel, and as much as I had enjoyed the trip, for Brit's sake it was time to come home. I slid both hands under her butt and stared down at her perfect pussy. Smooth and wonderfully bare, her inner lips now awash in her juices and her clit standing proud and visibly throbbing in rhythm with her heart. I sensed I was being watched and lifted my head enough to see her staring at me, her eyes pleading. Holding her stare, I winked at her as the tip of my tongue caressed her clit. Britt let out a scream that quite frankly scared the hell out of me and I could hear it echo throughout the warehouse. Instinctively, I grabbed on for dear life. With a butt cheek in each hand, I lowered my head and began to fuck her furiously with my tongue. I wrapped my lips entirely around her sex and sucked, drinking greedily, my tongue probing deep within. Brit had lost all control of her body and answered only to me. One orgasm rolled into another, her body thrashing with only the death grip she had on the mattress keeping her on the BED.MY head was starting to throb from the crushing embrace of her thighs. When her body was completely spent, she released her hold and ran her hand through my hair, gently pushing me away. Reluctantly, I withdrew, taking one swipe at her abused clit. A little jump and fucker was whispered with an extended sigh. Happy with the outcome, I eased out of between her legs, dragging my stiff cock over her knee, leaving a wet trail like a garden snail. I planted wet kisses up her side as I lay down beside her. Propped up on one elbow I took a minute to look over the area I had just explored. There is no more beautiful landscape than the one I now adored. Aware that those beautiful blue eyes were once again staring at me, I slowly brought my gaze back to her face. A tired and satisfied smile drew my lips to her, and we kissed. A gentle and loving kiss. Britt licked her lips, then mine, tasting herself. You're a mess, she said, as she licked her juices off my face, like a mother cat cleaning her young. With a sigh of contentment, we kissed once more and then Britt rolled onto her side and I snuggled against her back, my dick easing into the crack of her ass. Fumbling around until I was comfortable, I reached back and managed to find the covers and pulled them over us. Hugging her tight, my face nestled against her neck. I whispered, Wake me when breakfast is ready. Her only response was her but-clinching, giving my cock a little goodnight hug. Chapter 03 I usually wake up with a case of morning wood, but it's not often that that it's caused by a young blonde vixen sucking on my dick. Brit, and I had napped a couple hours after a marathon session of oral delight. She had originally come over for breakfast, but we ended up on my second-floor studio and things just, well, happened. A glance at the clock on the nightstand told me it would be closer to lunch and my stomach growled to let me know it was more than ready. Brit giggled at my abdominal grumbling and slid up to give me a kiss. Continuing to stroke my cock, she said, Looks like we have a little battle of the organs going on here. Your tummy here says that breakfast is long overdue and my friend here says that he wants to play some more. Rubbing her thumb over the tip of my cock. Well, I said, reaching over to play with a nipple. You seem to have everything well in hand, and you are my guest, so you decide. Ye, she squeaked as I pinched her nipple. A nice breakfast for my tummy, or this big old sausage for my pussy. She giggled as she slid her hand down to my balls and gave a little squeeze that I pulled Brit on top of me and kissed her hard, 
reaching down and grabbing her butt cheeks. I pulled her up until my cock sprang up between her legs, nestled against that bit of heaven. Brit moaned into my mouth as she rubbed her moistening lips along the top of my dick, getting us both primed. As we ground against each other, I pulled her cheeks apart and ran my fingers up and down from her pussy to her asshole, teasing them both. Food was no longer a consideration and I flipped Brit onto her back and looked her in the eyes. She slowly closed her eyes and bit her upper lip, waiting. Taking my cock in hand I rubbed the tip up and down her slit and slowly eased my way through heaven's gate. We moaned in unison and Brit opened her eyes, now that familiar dark shade of blue that affirmed her desire. She nodded her head in approval as I slowly buried myself deeper, feeling her pulsating embrace, so warm, so wet. When we were completely joined, I paused a second and then kissed her softly. With my hands underneath her, grasping his butt, I dropped my head to the side of hers and whispered, Ready? And I gave a little flex, sort of a male kegel. Brit moaned and squeezed back and answered softly, Fuck me. Ever the tease, I pushed myself up and stared down at her with a questioning look. Pardon me? Her eyes got darker and her voice louder. I said fuck me. I shrugged a little and gave it a little short stroke and stopped. Brit's eyes were now nearly black as coal, and she scowled at me as she tried to crush my dick with her pussy. I said fuck me now, in a voice so loud that, that it echoed off the surrounding brick walls. As she heard herself, she looked back in shock and clasped her hands over her mouth. Oh God, I hope nobody heard that. She said quietly. I looked down on her and drove myself deep, withdrew slowly and then drove deep once more. As I set a steady pace I said loudly, N-O-1 can hear and I-T fucking turns me on. A devilish smile appeared as she thrust back at me. Well then, fucking get with I-T. Well she asked for it. I backed off the bed and grabbed her ankles and drug her to the edge of the bed. Grabbing both legs right at the knee, I rocked her back until my cock rested on her swollen lips. I stroked back and forth, spreading her juices from her ass to her clit. Brit glared at me as I played. Stick it in. She growled as she tried to reach up and push me in doubt I pulled back till the tip of my cock rested on her cute puckered asshole. I let go of one leg and pushed the head down slightly. Don't you even fucking think about it, she said through gritted teeth. I had about half the crown in when she took the leg I had relinquished and planted her foot on my chest and tried to push me away. Forgoing the feigned anal assault, I grabbed her free leg and pulled it around my waist, and without warning, I slid myself into the hilt. The initial angle was just right so that the end of my cock slid across her G-spot. F-F-U-U-C-C-C-K-K-K. She stammered as her orgasm exploded deep within. Her body tensed, and she shook like she was having a seizure. I had never seen such a dramatic climax. It was almost frightening. While she was incapacitated, I slid us both back up onto the bed and while my cock rode out her climax, I laid down on her and held her tight, my face buried in her hair as I kissed the nape of her neck. As she slowly came down and caught her breath, I continued a slow rhythm. Pushing back up, I brushed the hair out of eyes and kissed her softly. I've never done that before, she said in an apologetic tone. That was a hell of an orgasm. I was worried there for a second, continuing a gentle rocking. Yeah, I don't think I've ever felt anything like that, 
but I was talking about the yelling and the well, dirty talk. Britt almost seemed embarrassed by it, and it showed on her face. Well, I liked it, I replied, smiling, as I rotated my hips, stirring the juices. I could tell, as her pussy hugged me tighter. Ah, fuck! I groaned and I just stopped. I must have had a look of awe on my face as we both remained still while her pussy muscles rolled up and down my cock, drawing me in, milking me. You like that, baby? You like having my sweet little pussy suck on your big hard cock? Now it was my turn for a new sensation. I'd never felt anything like it. I couldn't move. I didn't dare move. Britt just gave me this sinister grin. She relished being in control that I wasn't going to last much longer at this rate. I settled back down on her and kissed her deep, rolling us on our sides. Between the kiss and the roll, it was enough distraction to allow me to quickly back out. Britt's eyes got big when she felt the emptiness. Hey, give me that back, I wasn't done with it, she pouted. Her lower lip quivered and it really looked like she was about to cry. Now what do I? What an actress! Before I could complete the thought, I was on my back and Brit was straddling my chest. Deja vu. This was fast becoming my favorite view and this time there were no shorts in the way. Sucker, she said over her shoulder. Brit quickly leaned forward and took my cock into her mouth and picked up where her pussy left off. I grabbed her waist and started to pull her to my mouth, but she resisted, grabbing hold of my legs. I reached up and swatted her on the ass. Bad girl. Sucking harder, she tried to ignore me, so I swatted her again, and she moaned this time. Well, hell. I muttered and I heard her snicker as she played with my balls, still sliding her mouth up and down. She clearly wasn't going to give me the satisfaction of lapping at her wet pussy, so I elected to let my fingers do the walking. I massaged her ass, running my hands down her thighs then back up across her pussy and her little puckered star. Every third or fourth pass, I would slip a couple fingers inside her and borrow some of her juices, spreading them up her crack and teasing her asshole. Her pussy lips and ass were soon slathered and I could feel her moan on my dick. I soon had her squirming and pushing against my hands. I backed off and just rested my hands on her butt. Brit gyrated, doing a little air lap dance. Her inner lips were dark and her juices dripped onto my chest. Realizing I wasn't taking the bait, Brit backed off my cock and looked back over her shoulder. Say it, she said. Say what? Tell me what you want. Her eyes drilled into my brain, flipping a switch. She spit on my cock and stroked me, slowly. I want to fuck you till you can't walk straight. I said loudly, this time bouncing my desires though the cavernous building. My eyes locked onto hers, her breathing deepened as her nostrils flared. With a huff, she let go of my dick, climbed over me and grabbed onto the headboard. Head down and ass up, she waited. Her milky juices ran down her thighs that I crawled up behind her and ran my hands over her ass and onto her back. I drug my nails down her rib cage, sending shivers through her. Back to her ass, I played along her crack. I love your ass, I said softly as I rubbed both cheeks and slid both thumbs across her pussy and over her anus. I lingered at the top, massaging her juices into her skin. Brit's body was in constant motion now, squirming and writhing. I love this spot. As I licked the top of her crack, where it blended into her back. And I love these dimples. 
and I kissed each one. Brit was now mumbling under her breath, head down, staring at the pillow. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Her ass was twisting and thrusting, looking for something to fuck. Backing up a little, I pushed her knees a little further apart and ran my hands up the insides of her thighs, slick with her nectar. Fuck, fuck, fuck. With both hands I spread her ass and took in the sights. My cock throbbed as I spread her lips and gazed inside her. Dropping my head, I carefully aimed and licked inside, gathering her essence. My chin rubbed her clit, Brit clenched, a little shriek interrupted her chant. Fuck, fuck, fuck. My tongue, laden with her juices, slid up over her little pink star. I ran my tongue around, probing it, testing. As I backed off, it winked at me. My cock swelled. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Sliding back up to her, cock in hand, I slapped each cheek with my cock. I'm going to fuck you now. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Spreading her open with one hand, I drugged my stiffness up and down. I'm going to fuck you with this hard cock right now. F-U-C-K. She screamed as I drove it home, my balls banging on her clit. The headboard slammed the wall as I plugged her tight pussy with long, even strokes. I rotated my hips as I fucked her, smearing her juices all over her pussy walls that I brought the head of my cock out almost all the way and I could feel the sucking of her inner lips, drawing me back in. My hands and fingers ran up and down her legs and I tickled the soles of her feet. Fuck her! She said as she tried to spear herself back on my teasing member. My hands were back on her ass where my thumbs played with her puckered back door. I watched in fascination as it winked at me with every stroke as I resumed my assault. My cock was visibly throbbing now, and Brit was breathing hard. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I could feel Brit's fingers rubbing her clit, searching for the final crescendo. Her fingers ran over my balls on the downstroke. I wasn't going to last much longer and I wanted to give Brit one more crushing orgasm that I pulled back and stopped, catching my breath. Brit twisted and looked back at me, her face covered in sweat. Are you ever going to fucking come? My stomach muscles hurt. I've come so many times. Almost there, babe. I replied as I slowly slid back in. All I need is a little encouragement. Drawing slowly back out. A little encouragement? She asked as she pushed back. How does this feel? As her pussy gripped me tight once more and she rocked back and forth, jacking me off with her pussy. Shit babe, you're C-U-N. Air, pussy has me so tight. I stammered. Brit glared at me as I mumbled. Say it. She shouted. Say it. It makes me so fucking hot. As she tried to strangle my cock that I was getting lightheaded, I had to find a way to let loose. Somewhat crazed I grabbed her ass and began pounding, driving hard. Your cunt is so fucking tight. I can't wait to fuck you in the ass. As I kept pounding, I applied pressure to her ass with my thumb. You stay away from my ass, you fucker. As she pushed back, spreading her ass cheeks apart, I slowly pushed my thumb up her but minutely stroking in and out. Fuck, I wish I had my camera. My cock fucking your wet cunt. My thumb fucking your tight ass. Oh, I am so fucking going to come. Brit picked up the pace, driving her ass back. Un, fuck my CNT, fuck my ASS. She yelled. Come, damn it. Coming. Brit started to quake as her climax struck like lightning and her pussy and ass tried to rip my appendages off my body. 
As I felt my balls ready to let loose, another synapse fired in my brain, telling me to pull out. Like trying to pull a watermelon through a knothole, I managed to pull free just as I jetted stream after stream of jizz all over Brit's butt and my hands, my one thumb still firmly planted in her pulsating ass. I fucked her furiously with my thumb, as I rubbed my seed over her butt cheeks. The sucking sound of my cum lube thumb in her asshole was obscene. Fuck, fuck, fuck. She moaned. Slowly, her climax subsided. I slid an arm under her belly and eased her face down onto the bed, my thumb still tightly clamped in her ass, suckled by the remnants of her orgasm that I slowly withdrew my thumb, despite her protesting whimper. I snuggled up, spooned to her backside. Hugging her tight and lightly kissing her sweat-covered shoulders, I thought I heard a whispered, I love you. With a smile, I nestled in for a nap. The sun blazed down through the warehouse skylights, warming my open deck, second-story studio. My arms were still holding Brit tight and my right hand had found its way to her breast. Absent-mindedly, I ran my thumb around her nipple. Brit moaned and then with feline grace she stretched. Arms and legs reached, fingers and toes straight. There was a slight tugging where her butt was glued to my crotch, our collective juices cementing us together. Brit grabbed my pestering hand off her tit and drew it to her face. She sniffed at my fingers and then took a cautious lick. Interesting combination, she said with a satisfied sigh. Drawing her tongue up and down my digits, she licked and sucked until her stomach announced its displeasure of being ignored. She wiggled her ass until we were disjoined and rolled to face me. Her eyes were back to their bright blue hue, sparkling in the bright sunlight. With a soft kiss, she whispered, Thank you? For what? I queried. I think we both enjoyed that. Returning her kiss. For remembering I wasn't protected, she blushed. Yesterday when we were shooting pictures at the house my status as a boy scout was questioned because I didn't come prepared with a condom. Today, the passion was so intense that most of our reasoning powers went out the window. Only that last second warning bell caused me to take a snap reality check and pull out, unloading my seed onto her undulating ass. I didn't say anything, she continued. Because part of me wanted to feel you come inside me. I could have gone to State's Health Center and gotten a morning after pill. Kissing me again, she continued. But I love that you were thinking of me enough to not take the chance. Another kiss. There's that sneaky old L word again. I smiled. Her eyes glistened. Well, I'd love it if you would finally feed me that breakfast you promised. I slid off the bed, pulling her to me. Shower first and then brunch. I said that I turned to the shower that is in the bathroom portion of my permanent studio set. Brit had other ideas and turned and skipped bare ass to the stairs. I want to try out that wonder shower downstairs, she said as I watched her perky bubble but follow her down the steps. I was quickly in hot pursuit dot hand in hand she pulled me into the shower in the master bath. Giggling, naked, standing at attention, she saluted me and said, Okay, Captain, show me how to fly this thing. As I had said before, one of the downfalls of building custom homes is that you are exposed to all the fancy, high-end toys that are available. The bath and shower in particular is one area of the home that has the biggest selection of options available. A large array of solar panels on the warehouse roof, along with a two-inch water main helps to allow me this extravagance, 
The shower is about six feet square and is tiled on three walls, the floor and the ceiling. The clear glass door is set in a wall of glass. There is a built-in bench seat on the back wall and there is a built-in steam generator. In the center of the ceiling is a large head that simulates rainfall that pretty much covers the entire area. On one wall is your standard shower head with a handheld hose. I had the hose custom made so that you could reach all four corners of the shower. On the same wall is an array of heads that run floor to ceiling that are adjustable in both their position and also spray pattern. On the opposite wall is a set of heads in a track system that allows you to set a massaging pattern that will move up and down the wall vertically. The electronic controls and pump system allow you to set the spray pattern, water pressure and duration of spray in any position along the track. The idea was the ultimate water massage system. Lastly, on the same wall is a large protruding shelf that creates a waterfall. The volume is so great that I built in a recirculation system in this area. After you are done, the system automatically flushes itself. I nearly forgot to mention that there is an array of lighting effects built in also, from starlight to daylight. I want to play with all of the areas, but I'm starving, so let's just get cleaned up. Nodding in agreement, I stepped over to the controls and started the rain. Brit squealed like a little girl and stood in the middle, with her arms widespread and spun around a few times. The rain soaked her hair and it hung straight, rivulets of water streamed down from her shoulders, small streams running off her erect nipples. I turned the lights to the starlight setting. Brit glowed in the night light. She was somehow more gorgeous than ever. Brit felt my stare and returned it. Even under the stars, her eyes outshined them. She smiled as she looked down and saw my erection. For some reason, I got flustered and turned back to the controls and brought an end to the summer showers. I turned on the regular shower as I felt her hug me from behind. Her stiff nipples poked my back and hands reached around and ran up and down my front, avoiding my cock. Where's the soap and shampoo? She whispered in my ear. With a shiver, I pointed over to the bench. Smiling, she stepped over and made her selections and returned to the shower area and placed the bottles on the recessed shelf. Grabbing a bottle of body wash, she pulled us both just out of the path of the shower head and poured some of the liquid into one of my hands and then some into hers. We proceeded to slowly wash one another. Neither of us missed a single square inch. Careful not to stray from our intended goal of finally eating, we gently washed each other's private areas. The temptations were great, but this morning's activities, coupled with our physical hunger, kept us at bay. Stepping back into the water stream, we lovingly rinsed each other, embracing and kissing. Turning my back to her and to the shelf, I grabbed the shampoo she selected and turned back to face her. Turn, I said, indicating with my finger. She smiled and complied, with a shiver of excitement. I stepped up behind her and began to shampoo her hair. I ran my fingers through her hair, massaging her scalp and neck as I went. Britt leaned her head, back and forth, side to side, directing my fingers. Her soft moaning could be heard over the sound of the spraying. Nearing the end of the wash cycle, Britt reached back, in search of my cock. I gave her a little slap on the butt. Rinse, I said as I turned her back to face me, grabbing the handheld shower. I gave her a little peck on the lips and then put my index finger under her chin and tilted her head back as she closed her eyes. Taking the opportunity to nibble on her neck a little, I brought the shower head to her brow and began to rinse her hair. 
Brit's breathing was heavy, and her tits and nipples pointed toward the stars as she bent back slightly to help keep the soap out of her eyes. I had no option but to take a nipple between my lips and nurse for a second. Oh, fuck. She groaned as a small tremor ran through her dot. I held her by the waist with one arm as I turned her back to me and finished rinsing her hair. My cock, stiff once again, nestled in her crack. Finished rinsing, Brit turned and kissed me hard and deep, her hands on my ass for a change. I'll do my own conditioner while you do your hair or we'll never eat. She smiled that I turned the rain back on for the final rinse, and we stood under the stars, fondling and kissing. Giving in to our hunger, we turned off the rain and I grabbed a couple big towels off the table just outside the shower door. We softly dried each other and then stepped out of the shower. With the towels wrapped around us, I directed Brit over to the sink area and stood her facing the mirror. I reached into a drawer and pulled out a brush and a hair dryer. Brit reached out to retrieve the brush, only to be told. No. I stepped back behind her and began to brush out her hair, working out the little tangles. Concentrating on my task, I heard a little sniffle. I glanced up at the mirror. Brit was staring at me through misty eyes. I kissed her bare shoulder and winked at her. Finishing with brushing, I stepped over to plug in the hair dryer. With my back turned, Brit took the opportunity to swat my butt through the towel wrapped around my waist. I turned with dryer in hand to defend myself. Brit smiled and laughed, and turned her back to me to let me finish my job. I ran my hands through her hair, drying as I went. Occasionally I would drop the dryer down and direct it under her towel, warm air blowing up between her legs. She'd squeal and jump, but not before spreading her legs further apart. Finally we were all dry. My short hair dried on its own. Taking her hand, I took her into the bedroom and started rummaging around in my dresser. Let me find something for you to slip on for now, so that we can get something to eat. Brit waited patiently as I dug around. I almost pulled out an old Charger jersey, but decided that was way too long. It was plenty warm inside the house. I finally found an old Rolling Stones tur t-shirt and turned to hand it to her. She stood there naked as a jay, hip cocked and one hand on the other hip. Nice pose, I said. She took the shirt and shook it out. She gave me a suspicious smirk and pulled it over her head. Tugging at the bottom, it didn't quite cover her ass cheeks. This the longest thing you've got? She asked as she turned to look at herself in the full-length mirror on the opposite wall. Looks good to me, I replied, staring at her long legs and butt cheeks. She caught my stare in the mirror as she watched me try to pull a pair of boxers over my hardening dick. She winked at me in the mirror this time. Food was now the priority, but it didn't keep us from playing and teasing. Does breakfast still sound good? I asked. I have everything gathered up for that. Breakfast is good any time, she replied. It's my favorite meal. A girl after my own heart, I answered. I hope, she whispered softly to herself that I heard her reply and my heart fluttered. Clearing my throat and my mind, I turned to the fridge and started taking out the makings of an omelet. Britt leaned over my back, peering into the fridge, her tits rubbing my bare back. Anything I can do to help? I tried to straighten, but she stayed glued to me, her arms around my waist, laying little kisses on my shoulders. Well, I can't cook very well in this configuration, so why don't you cut up some fruit? 
There are a couple Tupperware containers down on the lower shelf. Not before pinching my butt, Brit detached herself and I stepped over to the island to prep. Turning back, I stood in rapture at the sight in front of my sub-zero. Bend at the waist, knees together, the shirt rode up to the small of her back. It was like a vertical smile, and all I could do was smile back. I let out a little contented moan, followed by a gasp as she spread her legs apart to reach further into the fridge. Her sweet pussy and little star shone brightly. A giggle echoed from the fridge as she shook her ass at me. I adjusted myself and turned back to my ingredients. Brit sidled up next to me and I directed her to the location of the cutting board, knives, and the like. So what do you like in your omelet? I've got ham, sausage, bacon, cheddar, provolone, Swiss, bell peppers, onions, mushrooms, and I think that is it. I asked out of breath. Anything but the peppers and onions, she said. I don't want anything to get in the way of a good kiss. Deal, I answered. Mmm, I love fruit, she said as she began opening the containers. Mmm, cantaloupe, watermelon, oh I love pineapple, she exclaimed as she popped a piece in her mouth. Yeah, I think it's my favorite. I eat it all the time, I agreed. No wonder your spunk tastes so good. She tittered as she popped a piece in my mouth. Spunk? I asked, questioning. Yeah, you know, cum, ball batter, cocksnot, cream, jizz, jism, guy goo, man butter splooge. I stood there with my mouth agape, so she stuffed another piece of pineapple in. Where the hell did you come up with all those? I asked. Well, I am an educated and proper young lady. She answered aristocratically, then couldn't keep from laughing. Yeah, well, I'd better get these eggs on then, having no idea how to follow that. I grabbed an omelet pan and said to it. I glanced over at Brit, and she stood there all barefoot and sexy in my old t-shirt, cutting up fruit and whistling an unrecognizable tune. I just shook my head and wondered how we ate at the island, playing footsie and feeding each other fruit. The conversation was light, primarily about family and the like. Brit was from the East Coast, and she had one older sister, Cynthia. Her dad was a builder, hence her interest in construction and architecture, and her mom was a homemaker or whatever the politically correct term was for that position. Brit was here at State and had just completed her first year. She lived off campus with a lifelong girlfriend and another girl. They were all taking the summer off and looking for work for the summer to pay the rent. The girls shared a two-bedroom house. The master bedroom was big enough to get two singles in, so Brit and Gina shared that room and had their own bath. Kate got the other room and used the hall bath. Brit had known Gina since elementary school and Kate was the daughter of a friend of Gina's mom. All three were getting their general education courses out of the way. Brit was leaning toward some sort of art degree while Gina and Kate were both leaning toward business degrees. With brunch out of the way, we cleared the dishes and threw the pans in the sink. I'll worry about those later, I told her. So what was this photo shoot you needed help with, George? I poured us a couple glasses of ice water and steered Brit toward the couch. One of the neighbors, John, who lives next to the house we were at yesterday, has just opened a little clothing store on the boulevard near there. He wants to try to do a couple ads for the local paper. With summer here, he hopes the ads will bring people to the store and not just find him by accident as they look for a place to park. Brit pulled the latest Maxim magazine off the coffee table and started flipping through it. 
So what kind of clothes does he sell? I've never been to the store, but I assume that since it is near the beach, it would be that kind of thing, swimsuits, casual clothing. I doubt that he sells much in the way of formal evening wear. I kidded. Brit spun and tried to tickle me with her foot. She only got me once in the ribs before I had her by the ankle. She had a look of panic on her face and she knew she was in for it. Before she could begin to try and wiggle her way out of my grasp, I began to massage her foot with my other hand, showing I meant no harm. With a contented sigh, she blew me a kiss and lay back on the couch and began leafing through the magazine again. Neither of us spoke as I massaged her insole and gently worked my fingers around her toes. The t-shirt was bunched up at her waist, so she just laid there, her pussy on display. It was the first time I could just sit there and admire the view, breaking me from my studies, but not looking away from the magazine, she asked. So I take it you need someone to model for the ads? Flipping through the pages that I switched feet and she threw the finished leg over the back of the couch, spread eagle, not a care in the world. Her outer lips spread a little and her inner lips peeked out. My dick started to get hard, wanting a peek too. Yeah, I think that would work the best. There's nothing better to get one's attention than a sexy blonde in a skimpy bikini. I said, dragging a fingernail up the sole of her foot. Britt laughed as she half-heartedly tried to extricate herself. Her inner lips spread a little, glistening. Continuing, I said, I'm doing it as a favor for the guy, but I imagine I could wrangle some compensation for the right model. Like maybe some free clothes or something like that. Britt was silent and seemed to be concentrating and then suddenly she laughed out loud. Have you read the jokes in here? She asked that I kidded. No, I only buy it for the pictures. She stuck her tongue out at me and said, Listen to this one, it's funny. A young housewife got a midday phone call from her husband. Honey, I don't want you to get upset or worry, but I had an accident at work. Oh, sweetie, are you okay? What happened? Well, I accidentally cut of a finger at work. He answered. Oh, baby, the whole finger? She asked. Nah, he said. The one next to it. I had to laugh. Britt's laugh is contagious that I also had to smile as I thought of how happy I was that she seemed so comfortable here and with me. We'd only known each other for two days, although she had been checking me out for a while. This still amazed me, but I wasn't about to question it. Britt looked up and caught me in dreamland. She rubbed her foot on the back of my head and asked, Whatcha thinking about? Oh, just how this weekend has gone. If someone had asked me what would make for a perfect weekend, I don't think I could have come close to this. Brit squirmed, trying to rub my crotch with her other foot. You mean you don't have horny coeds accost you every weekend? Well, yeah. Puffing up my chest, making a joke. After a brief pause, still massaging her foot. But this one seems special somehow. Concentrating on her little toe dot, I finally dared to look up and that misty look was in her eyes again and probably in mine too, Brit spun and ended up with her head in my lap, looking up. We just stared into each other's eyes for the longest time, as though telepathically sending little notes to each other. I just sat there and ran my hand through her hair, content that we drew one to another until our lips met. Unhurried and unspoken, we strengthened our bond and confirmed our desire to see where this beginning may take us. Beyond the physical— there was a subliminal emotional connection that neither of us was really ready to speak of yet. Hints had been made, 
But it was too early, too risky. Outstretched on the couch, legs intertwined, we again starting talking interspersed with brief kisses, about just generalities. Favorite foods, books, movies, all the little bits of knowledge that really aren't deal-breakers, but help chink up the little holes that make a person complete. Soon the topic turned to my interest in photography and the advertising photos I needed to shoot. I'll need to get some of the clothes that he wants to feature, but first I have to convince him that using the model is the way to show off the merchandise. I brought a few changes of clothes with me, not knowing what you were getting me into. She smiled. That'll work. It doesn't really matter what the clothes are at this point. It's just to show off the use of a model and what I can do with a camera. So, where will we shoot? She asked. Bedroom and bathroom shots don't sound like they would be a good fit. I want to shoot here, I think, rather than on the beach or somewhere outside. It's all about the clothes and I have better control of the lighting. I have some different backgrounds, or I could do a green screen kind of thing and drop some scenery in on the computer. Jumping up, she said, Well, let's do this. I'll grab my clothes and brush my hair and fix my face. I don't think you need makeup, I said, brushing some hair out of her eyes. You're sweet, she said with a peck on the lips. But yeah, I do. Brit skipped out to her car, while I headed upstairs to set up to shoot. Brit had a gym bag and a couple dresses on hangers. I was impressed and told her so. You should have been the Boy Scout. It looks like you really came prepared. She gave me a grin and turned her back to me to open her bag. Thank God for short shirts. What do you want to start with? She asked. I have a couple bikinis, some shorts, shirts, and a couple little dresses. I even brought my heels. No lingerie? I joked while I fooled with the backdrop. Never saw the need, she answered frankly. I decided when I came to school that that would be my priority. I haven't dated anyone or been interested in a guy since I've been here, well until yesterday. Her voice trailing off dot a moment of silence to reflect, and then I said, Let's start with swimwear first, and then we'll see about the rest. I think a couple shots of each type of clothing should give him a good idea of what he needs. Okie dokie. She answered from behind me and across the studio dot I smiled to myself and set up some lights and reflectors. I grabbed a camera and snapped on a lens. We need to take some test shots to check exposure. Are you about read? Holy shit! I thought the suit she had on yesterday was small, but I had to squint and refocus to see any semblance of a swimsuit. Brit strutted toward me on four. Inch stiletto sandals. An accentuated stride swung her hips from side to side. Her hair flowed over her shoulders, swiping at her bouncing breasts that I could now see what passed for a swimsuit. One continuous piece of string. The same shade as her skin tone was threaded through three pieces of strategically placed patches of material. Two pieces of a shimmering blue material that seemed custom-matched to her eyes, barely covered her areolas. Her hard nipples threatened to expose them, pushing the little oval-shaped patches of fabric off her breasts. The strings continued over her toned belly and entered the top of a small inverted pyramid-shaped piece of the same iridescent fabric. A shaved pussy was an obvious prerequisite as these two square inches of textile molded themselves to her pouting outer lips. The strings were swallowed by her but crack, bridging her puckered star. Heading north, the strings intercepted the little nipple tents once again and then retreated around to her back, 
where they were somehow miraculously tied. If there is anything better than naked, this is it. Brit stopped and turned, holding for a second and then resetting her pose. Problem was, I was just standing there, mouth open and my heart on sneaking through the slit in my boxers. Brit stopped posing and smiled, looking down at my crotch, asked, So which one of you is going to shoot? I slipped out of my stupor and mumbled enough to get her in front of the background. I took a couple shots and then checked the exposure. I have a built-in Wi-Fi transmitter in my camera that sends the photos to my computer. The 24-inch monitor is a far cry better than the little screen on the back of the camera body. Standing in front of the monitor, Britt came up behind me to take a peek. The four-inch spikes allowed her to place her chin on my shoulder. Looks good. She whispered as she reached down and gave me a little tug. Let's put this back until we are done working. Tucking me back in. Yes, ma'am. I answered, but not before I reached around and tweaked an ass cheek. Britt stepped back in front of the background and I took my position. We bantered as we shot. I don't think I'll be showing these shots to John. These would probably give the old boy a heart attack. Well, I guess they will just have to go into your private portfolio. She said as she bent at the waist, somehow touching the floor. The tiny strings looked like crosshairs on a sight as they marked her tight little star. My dick tried to jump out of my BVDs again. Okay, as much as I like this little collection of scrap that you call a swimsuit, I think we better try something else, maybe in the R-rated category. Fine, she said in a little pouty girl fashion. I watched her but cheeks wrestle with that bit of floss as she sashayed back to her bag on the bed. I have another bikini you haven't seen yet. I think I could wear this one in public. She giggled as she rocked her hips a couple times. The bit of thread and fabric fluttered to the floor. Where did you get that suit? I asked, making conversation, enjoying the view. I ordered it online. Gina and Kate got ones too, different colors though. I think we were a little drunk when we ordered them. We can't wear them to the beach, so once, we wore them sunbathing in the backyard, but they just made us horny. I tried to suppress a little groan and my little buddy throbbed. You should see the three of us in them. We could cause riots. My dick was now trying to sneak a peek over my waistband. Hey, she said as she turned and adjusted the slightly larger top over her tits. Do you think it would help to have three models in the ad? Now my head was spinning. I obviously haven't met the other girls, but if Brit said they had anarchy potential, well, you know. When I showed John these shots, I'll ask him what he thinks. Well, we made it through the wicked weasel red hipster bottoms with the little tri-top. Next came a pair of insanely short, shorts with a midriff-bearing wife beater. We ended with a very nice, albeit short, black skirt with a satiny black blouse that buttoned down the front, but not enough to hide a creamy cleavage. Brit sat next to me as I scrolled through the shots, doing a bit of quick editing, sidelining the shots I liked the best. Brit leaned into me to get a better look. The satin blouse against my bare torso caused a stir. Britt leaned in closer and kissed my ear and whispered, You make me look pretty sexy. Running her tongue in my ear, turning to her, I kissed her deep, my hand around her the back of her head. You don't need me to look sexy. I could have dressed you in a black trash bag and you'd look amazing. The kissing resumed until our oxygen was nearly depleted. Forehead to forehead we gazed at each other through misty eyes. 
kissing her lightly on the nose, I softly inquired. Can I take you downstairs and make love to you? With a little catch in her throat, she answered. I thought you'd never ask. Chapter 04 5 a.m. Monday morning. Damn, I hate Mondays. The only good thing about this Monday is that I awoke wrapped in the arms and legs of a very beautiful young blonde. I swear that I heard her purring as I gazed at her angelic face. Brit was the consummate snuggler and grumbled sleepily as I reached over to sweat at the alarm clock. Jeez Louise, can that thing be any fucking louder? She groaned out I had to laugh, which only made her grumpier, fluffing her pillow into submission doubt we'd met just two days ago and had quickly fallen into a highly sexual and comfortably familiar relationship. I hesitate to use the relationship word, but that seemed to be where it was headed. Brit, her first year of college under her belt, was a prim and proper lady. That's her description anyway. The Brit I knew so far is a gorgeous, gregarious woman with a hell of a potty mouth. I should clarify that by saying that the expletives seem to flow mainly when she is in the throes of an orgasmic nature and evidently when she is woken too early. After finally getting around to doing some test shots for a potential newspaper ad, Brit, and I retreated to my bedroom for the remainder of the evening and night. The day had been a sexual marathon and I for one, was feeling it, but neither of us was willing to let the day end out we managed to scrounge enough finger food to get us through the last meal of the day. Naked and huddled together under the down comforter, we fed each other, and watched some movie on the big screen hung on my bedroom wall. Neither of us could tell you what the movie was, or even if we saw the end of it. Our physical appetites sated, we pacified our sexual longing with what I would define as making love. Not the bone-bruising, lustful pursuit of sexual liberation, but a slow, deliberate, almost spiritual event. For seemingly hours, we explored one another, caressing, kissing, scrutinizing. Reaching the peak was of no concern. This was about the journey. Come on, my little kitten. One of us has to get up and go to work. I said as I extricated myself. She groaned again in protest and rolled over. I gave her a little sweat on the butt and then kissed it all better. The purring resumed. Halfway through my shower, she joined me, her bright blue eyes a little foggy still. She hugged me from behind, holding herself upright until the warm water rousted her completely. Now fully awake, she inched around to face me and buried her face in my chest. Purr. I hugged her tighter, gave her but a little squeeze. So what are you up to today? I asked as I massaged mango-scented body wash up and down her delectable backside. Well, I guess I need to look around for a job until my modeling career takes hold. She teased. Well, I'll see what I can do to help make that happen. I'll take those test shots to John today and see what he thinks. Be sure to tell him that you have two other equally gorgeous girls that would be more than willing to model too, she said as she soaped up her C-cups, pinching her nipples and winking. I can't really make that claim, because I haven't seen them yet. I'm just taking your word for it, I replied. Brit stepped up to me with soapy hands. Well, she said, fondling my dick. Gina is a little taller than me and has bigger tits than me and her but sticks out a little further. My dick swelled as she continued. She has long black hair that hangs past her butt and is very pretty. She has darker skin, cause her mom's family is Italian. Brit continued a slow caress. Oh yeah, 
and her pussy is shaved smooth as a baby's butt and as sweet as candy. My cock jerked and I asked myself, Sweet as in demeanor or sweet as in taste? Brit smiled and continued, And then there's Kate. She's as cute as can be. She is about five feet tall and can't weigh one hundred pounds. Her mom is from the Philippines. Her hair is jet black and hangs to about the middle of her back. My mind was drawing a picture and my cock appreciated my and Brit's efforts. She has the cutest little tits, no more than a mouthful, and her sweet little pussy is shaved too. There was that word sweet again. Brit leaned in and kissed me, never relinquishing her hold. So trust me, I would never disappoint you. A few more strokes and her tongue roving my mouth and I shot my load onto her belly. Brit stepped back, still squeezing the life out of me, and watched my seed roll down to her slit. That reminds me, as she rubbed my cum into her mound, I need to go by the health center and get back on birth control. Thank God it was a slow work day because my mind was everywhere but work. The last two days were like a fantasy come true and this morning in the shower was, well, you know. Brit's physical description of her two comely roommates was an incredible tease and I have to admit that I can't give myself that good a hand job. I dropped by John's news store and showed him the pictures of Brit and told him my ideas on his advertising piece. He had a copy of the requirements from the paper and it all seemed to make sense. The paper obviously had censorship rights so we had to be somewhat careful, but all the clothes John had on the rack were pretty mainstream. Certainly nothing like that small collection of string and fabric that Brit first wore. Those pics would have to remain in my private collection. John liked the idea of using multiple models. I know you said you would shoot the pictures to build your portfolio, but I can't afford to pay the girls much, John said. I'm sure we can work out something. I think the girls might work for trade and if it's any help, I know that all three are looking for summer jobs. I just have one part-timer now, he said, and I really shouldn't be on the floor. A lecherous old man selling skimpy swimwear probably isn't the best marketing tactic. I laughed and had to agree. When I think about it, most of the salespeople for women's wear are women, except for shoes for some reason. If it works for you. I'll bring the girls by and we can pick the clothes that will be in the ad. That'd be great. Thanks for all your help with this, George. Hopefully you'll get something out of it, too. I'm sure we'll all be rewarded in the long run. I said as my imagination kicked into a higher gear. I swung into a little seafood deli on the bay for some lunch when my phone rang. I didn't recognize the number and answered. Uh, this is George. I heard a little snort and then in a low falsetto. Ah, this is Brittany. With giggling in the background, shaking my head, with a smile I asked. Hey Brit, how are you? Still a little sore, the girls asked if I went horseback riding this weekend. More giggling in the background. So what are you girls up to? Oh, the girls, yeah. Well, we were out job hunting and I mentioned the photo shoot and the ad to Gina and Kate. So you told them about coming to my place, huh? Well, yeah, they were a little worried that I didn't let them know where I was last night. Then in a whisper. But I didn't tell them everything. A burst of laughter then. Gina, shut the fuck up. Followed by more laughter. I'm sorry, George. Gina's got a case of the terminal giggles. Anyway, the girls thought that it might be fun and if we can swing the clothes deal that would be cool too.
That's great. John was impressed by the pictures and he liked the idea of multiple models. Oh yeah, and I don't know how your job hunting is going, but there is the possibility that John may be looking for someone to work in the store. Oh, that would be great. Hooters is hiring, so we went over there to apply. I think Gina and I could get spots right away, but I think Kate's tits are too small. Slap. Giggle. Ouch, hey, it's not my fault they want fully developed women. Hey, I heard as her cell phone bounced to the ground. More laughing ensued and I imagined a little dark-haired, small-breasted girl climbing all over Brit, a tickle attack in full force. Okay, okay. I heard Brit, out of breath, in the background. You know I like your little titties. A little more laughter and then Brit picked the phone up. Hello, George? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, good. Anyway, I don't think any of us will be a Hooters girl. The place seems a little smarmy, and the nylons and tight shorts and shirts. I don't know, it's just not us. Yeah, I answered. Tight shorts, tight shirts, big cleavage, sounds terrible. Oh hush, but if you're nice, I might get an outfit just for you. She whispered intimately. Little, tight orange shorts that crawl up my butt, and a tight little muscle tee with my nipples poking out, mmm. Okay, hang on while I put down the phone. I need to adjust my shorts now. I said. Oh geez, okay, what's the plan? Do we need to go to the shop and pick up the clothes for the shoot? Brit asked. Yeah, probably after I get off work. It can happen today because I have a late appointment with an interior designer for a job. I'm not sure what time that'll be over. Well, can we go over to John's store and pick out the clothes for the shoot? I suppose that would work. I was hoping to put my two cents in on what you wear, but I suppose John knows what he needs to push. And maybe one of you can land a job. I don't know what he's paying, but I know he's a straight shooter. All right, honey, she said. Call me when you get done with work. I'd like to see you again, then whispered. Soon, purr. The remainder of the afternoon drug on. Thoughts of the weekend passed, and a purring sound rattling around in my brain. I finally finished up with the interior designer around 7 p.m. I'd never worked with the guy before and by the end of the meeting, I got the distinct feeling he was hitting on me. It didn't really bother me that much, except I wondered why he thought I swung that way. Maybe I need to start wearing looser jeans dot on my way home. I gave Brit a call. Hi Brit, I finally got finished up and my brain is just mush. This designer is a real piece of work. Oh poor baby, she replied. Maybe what you need is a massage and a little time in the steam bath. She hinted. Have you had dinner yet? No, I haven't even given it a thought. Well, we pretty well cleaned out your cupboard last night. How about if I swing in somewhere and get something to go and bring it over? Thanks, that's nice of you. Do you like Chinese? Love it, she answered. But nothing too spicy. Okay, if you don't mind then. I'll call in an order to Golden Pagoda over on 5th and Elm. It's on the way to my place and they know me well. I'll buy if you'll fly. Brit giggled. How can I refuse? I invite myself over and you pay. Well, you did mention something about a massage. Ah, uh, she said in her version of an oriental accent. Ah, uh, you want happy ending with that? Yes, pee-pee, please. I stuttered. 
Good, she purred. I'll see you soon. I left the big rolling door of my warehouse slash home open. One day I need to get that motorized dot I had called the Golden Pagoda on my way home and I heard Britt pull up to my front door about thirty minutes after I got in dot I went out to give her a hand with dinner. It's in the back seat, she said, but not before giving me a toe-curling kiss. I miss you today, she whispered as we hugged, my hands firmly planted on her butt. I miss you too, I answered, as I watched her open the back door of her SUV and bend over to reach in for the food. Her butt cheeks peeked out the bottom of her cutoffs, and her taut thighs and calves were well, just perfect. I wanted to just run my hands up and down them. Do you think you ordered enough food? She asked as she pulled out two large bags. I like the variety, I answered as I grabbed one of the bags. And it's good leftovers. I led her into the house. Let me go close the big door, I said running out to close up the warehouse that I didn't want one of the local regulars wandering in, looking for a place to camp out, and I liked the idea of living somewhat covertly here in a business district. When I got back in the house, Brit had the food on the island and plates and silverware out. Do you have any tea? she asked. The only time I have hot tea is with Chinese. It's just part of the meal. It's in the pantry upper left. I'll get the water on. As I slipped by her, Grabbing a little but on the way, Brit squealed and jumped and took a half-hearted sweat at me. Water on. I stepped up behind her as she searched the pantry. I wrapped my arms around her and she ground her butt into my crotch. So, how did you girls make out at John's shop this afternoon? As I kissed her neck, Brit discontinued her searching, her hands drawing my embrace up until my hands rested on her breasts. I thumbed her nipples through the material as she purred and writhed against me doubt we were rudely interrupted by the whistling of the kettle. I begrudgingly relinquished my hold on her and turned to shut off the stove. Brit had to lean into the pantry, stretching out on her tiptoes to reach the tea. From now on, all her favorites go to the top shelf. With the tea steeping, we sat at the island and began digging into the various wire-handled takeout boxes. Golden Pagoda never fails. The egg rolls are always fresh and the hot and sour soup isn't too spicy. Brit had never had beggar's chicken, which is a stuffed chicken that is wrapped in dough and baked. We also had a lo mein, a sweet and sour shrimp and some twice-cooked pork. I think one of my favorite things about GP is that they give you the customary fortune cookies. But on top of that, they give you these incredible almond cookies. While we ate, Brit answered my question about the girls outing to John's store. It was fun and John's a nice guy. I don't know who picked out his inventory, but he has some pretty nice stuff. It is primarily swimwear and cover-ups, but he also has some nice casual wear and even some cute little dresses. Any little orange shorts? I asked. No, she laughed, stabbing at a shrimp. John picked out a few bikinis, some shorts and shirts, and he has some really cute sandals. I think we have about eight different outfits each. Wow, that should be plenty to work with. When do you girls want to get together and shoot? Well, you tell us. As of now, none of us have jobs, but I think John may want to give Kate a try. They seem to hit it off. I think Kate really misses her father, who I think is a bit older, like John. That's good to hear. I replied. I haven't known John that long, but I think he's a pretty good guy. He was widowed a few years back and I know he has grown kids 
but I've never met them. He lives alone there at the beach and likes to think he's a player, but he knows better. I smiled. Yeah, we sensed a little of that when we first came into the store, but when we introduced ourselves, he shifted gears and tried to be all business. It didn't keep him from flirting a little, offering to help us try on the bikinis, smiling while she sipped her tea. I think we got him back a little when we crowded into one dressing room and fooled around while we got changed. I imagine what he heard coming from the dressing area got his heart and maybe other parts pumping. She giggled and reached under the bar to give me a little squeeze, shifting in my seat. Well, the sooner the better on the shoot. I think I'll do them all with just white or gray backgrounds since I'm sure everything you have is pretty colorful. How about tomorrow after I get off work? I'll even spring for dinner. Perfect, she said. But how about if we bring something over to make? We don't need to spend a lot of money, and I notice you have a grill so we could do some steaks, or maybe some fish? Anything you girls want is fine. Do Gina and Kate drink wine or anything? You know what I like. As she squeezed me again, wine would be fine. Both girls, but mostly Kate, get pretty wound up on anything harder than that. Sounds like a plan then. Remind me to give you the combination of the lock on the big door, just in case you girls beat me here tomorrow. We took our cookies and tea to the couch. You should save the almond cookie for last. I advised her. I've been trying to get them to tell me where they get them, but so far, no luck. Laughing. Do you do the fortune cookie thing? She asked as she snuggled up to me. What's that? I asked. You know, where you read the fortune and then add in bed to the end, as she ran her hand up and down my thigh. Okay, you first, I said. I returned the leg rub, but had the better deal because of her cutoffs. I was still wearing my 501s. Brit smiled as she cracked open the cookie and read it. Some pursue happiness. You create it. In bed. I turned to her and kissed her. Best fortune ever. Okay, now read yours. All right, let's see. Love takes practice. In bed. Now that is the best fortune ever. She said, kissing me hard while her hand had a hold of me through my jeans. Let's go practice. Whoa. I said as she tried to drag me up off the couch. I haven't had my other cookie yet. Britt looked down at me with a bit of indignation. Her miff look then became mischievous. She let go of my hand, reached down and slid her shorts to the floor. A hot pink, tiny g-string covered the pussy I had come to worship. Britt stepped up onto the couch, straddling me, my face dead even with the hot pink triangle. She looked down at me as I watched her pull the fabric swatch sideways. Here's your other cookie, mister, she said, as she fed me her pussy. Eat me. She growled as she held the back of my head, humping my face that I grabbed her by the ass and rocked her up and down, my tongue probing inside her slit while my nose rubbed her clit. Ah, fuck yeah, eat my pussy. She moaned as I tongue-fucked her and her juices ran down my chin. I spread her ass cheeks wide and drove my tongue so deep, I thought I would dislocate my jaw. After a couple minutes, my jaw was starting to hurt, but I wasn't going to stop until she got her fortune. I moved up and concentrated on licking her clit and slowly slid one finger, and then another inside her dripping pussy. Oh baby, that feels so good. Finger fuck me baby. Come on, lick my clit, fuck me. Brit gyrated on my face as I plunged my fingers in and out. 
My other hand ran up and down her back and over her ass, slipping into the crack to graze over her puckered star. After a couple small spasms, it was time to go for broke. I captured her clit gently between my teeth and ran my tongue over the tip as I curled my fingers back and made contact with her G-spot and pressed firmly. F-F-U-U-C-C-K-K-K. She screamed as she pushed my face hard against her quaking sex. She convulsed and I was drenched, juices running down to my elbow and down my chin, onto my chest. I slowed my assault and released the prisoner from between my lips. Britt freed my head from her grip and leaned onto the wall behind the couch, catching her breath. Fuck me, I have never. As she slid down to sit in my lap, facing me. Oh baby, are you okay? Seeing my soaked and reddened face, she tentatively licked some of herself off my face. Is that me? Did I? A questioning worried look on her face that I placed my hand on the back of her head and laid a wet one, and I do mean wet one on her. Yeah, I think that's called squirting, or in your case, drenching. I said as I continued to share my reward with her. She licked around her lips and then gathered more of herself from my chin and neck. Looking at the mess, she said, I have never had that happen before. I would have remembered this. Amazed at how wet my shirt was, I lifted my hand up to show her further flood damage, and she took my fingers in her mouth and sucked them clean, grinding her ass into my crotch. Well, I don't know about you, but I need a shower now, I said. I stood her up on shaky legs and then picked her up and threw her over my shoulder, caveman style. Brit squealed in false anger and pounded on my back. I gave her a sharp slap on the butt and carried her into the shower. I peeled her G-string off and let it fall to the floor around her bare feet. Giving her a kiss, I drew her shirt over her head and threw it toward the door. Brit stood there naked, shivering lightly as I stepped out the door and grabbed a large towel from outside. I then led her to the large built-in bench and laid the towel down and then her on top of it. I reached up to the controls and fired up the steam generator and then walked out to take off my clothes. The shower was a fog when I stepped back in. The silhouette of a prone female figure glowed in the background. Britt was purring again, fast asleep. I sat at the end of the bench, taking her feet into my lap. I traced little patterns in the moisture that gathered on her calves while my dick was nestled against the soft soles of her delicate feet. Content. I closed my eyes until I was stirred from my reverie by the beeping alarm that announced that the steam generator had run its cycle. Brit seemed unaware of the alarm, still sleeping, her breasts rising and falling, moisture beating and rolling down a beautiful landscape. I leaned sideways, running my finger up the inside of Brit's leg, trying to get a rise out of her. As I approached the intersection, her legs magically spread, inviting further exploration. My cock stiffened, nuzzled against her feet. My index finger ducked downward and then slid back up, splitting her inner lips. Forgoing the temptation to slip inside, I continued my advance toward the pulsating trigger that now peeked out at me. With a gentle touch, Brit shivered, followed by more purring as I gently ran my finger up and down. Come on, kitten, it's time to rinse off and crawl under the covers. Unspeaking, she reluctantly stood and followed me to the center of the shower and waited until I summoned the rain. We silently watched each other, the normally chatty woman residing somewhere else. The Brit standing before me seemed to be in some euphoric state, still half asleep. I was getting a little concerned that the shower had not fully revitalized her. 
She hadn't spoken a complete sentence since I woke her, but responded to everything I said and looked me in the eye when I spoke to her, acknowledging minimally. I dried her off and wrapped her damp hair in a towel and then quickly dried myself, guiding her to the bed. I pulled back the covers and she obediently crawled to the middle, lying on her side, facing me. I turned off the light and got in beside her, nose to nose. In the darkness, I could sense her staring hard into my eyes. Her lips searched for mine, her tongue prying mine apart. Her kissing was gentle, but consuming, wanting. Our kissing tapered off, softer with each touch. Britt ran her hand down my right arm until she found my hand. Taking it, she drew it across her hip and placed it on her left butt cheek, planting it firmly. She then proceeded to plant her left hand on my butt and pulled us tight together. One last kiss, a sigh and the purring resumed, fast asleep, nose to nose. I woke sometime in the middle of the night to gentle kisses, like a light rain on my face. I stirred, my hand still tightly adhered to my favorite butt. Sorry, she said. I didn't want to wake you but I really have to pee. A parting squeeze and I released her. Rather than roll over to her side and get out of bed, she did a half roll over me, giving my sleeping buddy a little tug, giggling all the way to the bathroom. I rolled onto my back and admired her silhouette as she came back into the bedroom. She ran her hands through her hair, fluffing it up. She threw back the cover and lay on top of me, her hair covering my face. She nibbled at my ear and then asked, What the fuck did you do to me? What? I've never squirted before and I remember the shower and coming to bed, but it's like I was watching myself from a distance. It was kind of out of body or something. I think you were really exhausted or exhilarated or something like that. You almost seemed like you were stoned. I was a concern there for a bit. I continued to run my hands up and down her torso, petting my kitten. Well, the orgasm was amazing, obviously, but I'm not sure I liked what happened after. I mean, I was really out of it, she said as she ran her hands through my hair. Yeah, and you made a hell of a mess too. I may have to have the couch steam cleaned. I kidded, squeezing her butt. I suspect that the sauna just let you relax completely. She giggled and ran her tongue around in my ear. Yeah, well, it's your fault. You and that tongue and those fingers. All right, I said as I rolled us onto our sides, never losing hold. I still need some beauty sleep. Giving her a long kiss. Okay, she said as she rolled over so I could snuggle up to her butt. But not before she grabbed me and gave a couple strokes. I owe you one, and tucked me in between her cheeks. I fell asleep with a smile and a heart on. I woke with one too. Lifting my head, I watched in the dim light. Straddling me with her back to me, I watched as Britt rubbed the head of my stiff cock up and down her slit. Slowly, she steadied herself and gradually took me completely up inside her. Carefully, as though she was trying not to wake me, she began a steady rocking, my cock sliding halfway out before taking me all the way back in. It felt wonderful, but somehow different. She continued for another minute, moaning lightly, when it dawned on me. I reached down for confirmation. I was wearing a condom. Britt felt my fingers between us on the downstroke and stopped to look back over her shoulder. See, us Girl Scouts know how to be prepared. As she lifted herself all the way off and then dropped, grinding her ass into me. At this point, 
I didn't care who was prepared. I grabbed her by the hips, trying to take control. Brit had other ideas. She jumped up and spun around, grabbing hold of my sheathed member. No, she said, like she was chastising a child. My turn. I'm going to fuck you now. She growled as she straddled me again, facing me this time. Brit held my cock between her index and middle finger, the head of my latex-encased appendage wedged in a fork. She stared at me intently as she used the tip like a vibrator against her clit, rubbing it back and forth. She brushed my hands aside as I tried to grab her by the hips, wanting to impale her on my spear. Brit's eyes rolled back as she brought herself off. She smiled as she sat back on my thighs, her hand massaging my length. Looking down, she said, I think I found a replacement for my pocket rocket. I smiled back and flexed in her hand. Glad you like it, but what about that I'm going to fuck you now? I'm sorry, she replied in a little girl voice. I got distracted. Your big stiff cock just felt so good against my little clitty. The childlike pouty voice just made my dick that much harder, throbbing in her grip. Without another word, she was back up on her knees, cock in hand. I watched as the gap narrowed. The tip of the condom grazed her protruding lips. A web-like strand of her juices connected us. Slowly, deliberately, she took me in, her pulsating pussy trying to strip off the protective sheath. Her descent complete, pubic bone to pubic bone, she rested her pussy walls molding to my cock. The look in her eyes told me that the little girl was gone. The foul-mouthed, body woman was back. Fuck George, your cock feels so good. It's so fucking tight. I can feel it filling me. She did a couple kegels. I could feel the walls of her pussy rolling up the length of my cock. Britt leaned forward putting her hands on my shoulders. Her blonde hair hung down brushing against my face as she rocked her hips sliding her slick sex up and down. She leaned down for a kiss, never losing cadence. Her breasts compressed on my chest, her stiff nipples poking me. She lifted herself slightly and stared so intently, I felt as though she was looking through me. It almost felt telepathic, our minds melded. Feel my cunt? Feel it sucking on your cock? My cock twitched at her utterance. Oh baby, I felt that. Your big cock likes my pussy, doesn't it? Come on, you like my juicy cunt fucking your big, hot cock, don't you, baby? Britt licked around my lips, nibbled at my nose before kissing me with a ferocity that triggered a tremor deep inside her. I grabbed her hips and bucked up hard, trying to reach an untested depth. She moaned in my mouth which only drove me to push deeper. Recovering, Britt pushed back, brushing the hair out of her face. Slower, she pulled up, miraculously squeezed tighter, and slowly dropped back down my length, testing the elasticity of the rubber. It was almost painful, so tight. I wonder if my ass is this tight? As she slowly stroked me a second time. My cock lurched at the thought. Oh, you like that idea, do you? As she picked up the pace. I watched the concentration on her face as she clenched her muscles. She picked up the tempo even more loosening some, but still the sensation was intense, even with the condom. Maybe one day, I'll let you fuck my virgin ass. Driving harder. Imagine how hot and tight my asshole will be. I was almost at the end of my rope. I met her every thrust, slamming my hips up as she drove down. Oh, baby, I can feel your cock swelling in my hot snatch. Fuck me, baby, 
Give me your cum, you fucker. She grunted, pounding furiously. NY cock swelled to the point that my head hurt. I wasn't sure which would explore first. I reached up and grabbed a tit in each hand, and ran my thumbs over her rock-hard nipples. I broke my silence and gave her a bit of her own verbal medicine. You want my cum, babe? You want to feel me pump my seed into that hot snatch of yours? Britt's eyes were now that familiar shade of black that signaled there was no turning back. I pulled her to me, driving my tongue in her mouth as we rutted until my cock swelled and spewed load after load. Britt screamed in my mouth, her body shaking dot we lay locked together for a quite a while. I could feel her juices, my juices, our juices, running down my balls and surely pulling on the mattress. I tried to find the edge of the sheets to cover us, but gave up. Running my hands up and down her shivering body would have to suffice. Holding her tight, she sniffled and I sensed she was crying. Moving my head to look at her, I saw tears running down her cheeks. Immediately concerned I asked, Are you okay, baby? What's the matter? My mind was spinning. Did I hurt her? Was it something I said? Brit read my face and snuffed and wiped her eyes on the pillowcase. No, you big doofus. Nothing's wrong. Everything's right. I'm scared. Everything is so right. As she teared up again, I hugged her tight and managed to find a corner of the sheet and pull it over us. My little kitten drifted back to sleep. Her comforting purring resumed. I, however, didn't get any more sleep. My mind played out the last three days. From my perspective, it had been a blur and I did find myself developing feelings for her. But who wouldn't? I don't think I could define exactly what those feelings meant, but there was something there other than just lust. In the end, I decided that I would just have to tread lightly and let Brit take the lead. God knows the girl is a self-starter. According to our first meeting, she had been watching me for quite a while before we met. If our roles were reversed, and it had been me that was stalking her, I'm not sure we'd be lying in bed, my cock still lovingly captured in her sweet pussy. Continued part two.